Norwich and 94.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. With more than 1,400 flights canceled so far today, according to FlightAware.com, a massive winter storm is disrupting a lot of people's holiday travel plans. The storm, bringing blizzard conditions to the Rockies and the Midwest, is moving to the east now. Heavy snow, fierce winds, freezing rain, and dangerously low temperatures, all part of that big storm. The U.S. economy grew at an unexpectedly strong 3.2% annual rate July through September. That's a sizable upgrade from the government's earlier estimate of third quarter growth, a surge in growth fueled by strong consumer spending. Thanks for the money, but we need more. That, in a nutshell, Ukrainian President Zelensky's message as he visited with President Biden yesterday at the White House, then addressed Congress as the Ukrainian military continues battling Russian invaders. I think... Every American family which cherishes the warmth of its home and wishes the same warmth to other people. Zelensky pledging to never surrender. Trust me, that's a plea to the Senate from the man who hopes to be the next Speaker of the House. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy urged Senate Republicans to have faith in his ability to manage the new House Republican majority and not feel compelled to vote for bills if they feel that incoming majority can't get legislation passed. McCarthy's appearance at the Senate GOP lunch came as the upper chamber prepares to vote on a year-end government spending bill. The McCarthy and other House Republicans have urged them to punt to next year. But GOP senators describe his comments as more of a plea for Republicans in the Senate and House to work together more closely in the next Congress when he intends to win the Speaker's gavel. Bernie Bennett, Washington. Following yesterday's rally on Wall Street, today a sell-off is underway. The Dow's down 345 points, a loss of around 1%. The Nasdaq, 195 points lower. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hey, Sarah, I'm sorry I'm late. The traffic is crazy. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't help that gas prices have skyrocketed. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. Everyone's talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app, and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yeah, real cash every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. I've made around $200 already. Wow, that's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code APP200 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code APP200 for a 25 cents per gallon bonus in your first tank. That's code APP200 for 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. Cash back's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Legislation drawn up by Israel's Prime Minister-elect is one step closer to becoming the law of the land. We get the latest from the media line's Felice Friedson. A law called undemocratic by many has passed its first of three required readings and votes before Israel's parliament. It sets the stage for other controversial acts demanded by Prime Minister-designate Benjamin Netanyahu's coalition partners, without whom the former Prime Minister will lose his chance to return to power. The measure at hand transfers certain police powers from the National Police Force to a political appointee in the cabinet. This, with other measures, has fueled intense controversy because of Netanyahu's empowerment of ministers-designees who will have control over judicial and security matters. 
Many believe the U.S.'s relationship is at stake. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at TheMediaLine.org and TownHall.com. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Uh, let's go through the advisories and the warnings. The wind advisory has been issued statewide from tonight through tomorrow night. Coastal flood warning has been issued in effect Friday, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Today, becoming overcast, also breezy. Precip could start briefly as a wintry mix inland through the afternoon hours. Otherwise, expect rain. Temperatures in the mid-40s. Tonight, rain becomes steady and heavier. The wind intensifies, too. Temperatures will actually rise into the lower 50s. Friday, tomorrow, cloudy, wet, and windy. Scattered showers through through midday, wind gusts reaching 50 to 60 miles an hour. Temperatures peak in the mid to upper 50s, then plummet behind an Arctic cold front. It is possible that before ending, rain could switch to snow late afternoon, early evening. Any accumulation would be minor, if at all. A flash freeze is possible as residual moisture on what will be untreated surfaces will become slick as temperatures drop into the 20s. Saturday and Sunday, bitter cold. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. 31 degrees in Norwich. We've got uh, 33 in New London. Good morning. I'm Morty Hausberger. The man accused of killing and dismembering his 11-month-old daughter in Naugatuck is seeking a probable cause hearing. Christopher Francis Squeeney appeared in Waterbury Superior Court yesterday with a public defender is continuing to refuse to speak to the judge or court staff. Francis Queenie is being held on nearly $7 million bail. His next court hearing is scheduled for January the 30th. Police say the man who drove his car into the Pocketuck River this week wasn't drunk. They aren't saying who he is, but we do know now that he's from Massachusetts and 86 years old. Westerly firefighters plucked the man out of the water. Signs have been placed along Cogswell Street, hoping something like that doesn't happen again. Secretary of the Navy Carlos del Toro announced yesterday that the Navy will name a future Pathfinder class uh, survey ship after Titanic discoverer Bob Ballard of Lyme. Del Toro also designated Ballard's wife Barbara as the sponsor of the USNS Robert Ballard. Average price for a regular gallon of gas in Connecticut is three sixteen this morning. That's down eleven cents in the last week and a fifty-three cent decline in a month. In Rhode Island, it's three dollars and thirty cents. AAA reports that's eleven cents, also less than a week ago. The current average price nationally, according to AAA, three dollars and a dime per gallon. Rain later on this afternoon and a high of forty-six. Then it turns crazy. 31 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. It's quite a forecast you left me yeah, here. Yeah, isn't it? It's like the encyclopedia. It's Britannica forecast. Man. The World Book of Forecasts. I guess it could be worse. It could be Christmas Eve night and Christmas Day, but who yeah. knows? We may lose some power. We don't know. Let's hope not. Yeah. But right, it's not Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, so if we do lose power, hopefully it'll be back. But I feel sorry for the people who are traveling oh my goodness, tonight and yeah. tomorrow. So much, so many. Well, of course, a lot of things have been canceled. Like what? Airplanes, oh, yeah. flights, yeah, flights have been canceled. True. Yeah, that's true. Already, I've heard about uh, several cancellations. I thought you meant like events and no, maybe no, they canceled no. Christmas. No, I'm like, no way, they're canceling Christmas. No, I wouldn't dare go there. Unless I was absolutely sure. Hmm. 
Nobody can cancel Christmas. No, not even uh, Santa who loses his sleigh. Well, yeah, he can cancel. get through there. He can he'll get through just, all the mess. He'll just hoof it. Yeah, yeah. He has to. So um, we're going to play our WICH annual Christmas Carol at 11.05 today. Oh, good. They That's all always the, fun. Uh, you found it, huh? Yeah, we found it. We were okay. searching for it today, and it, High and low, it, it yes. did show up. Because, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Yes. We found is. our Christmas Carol. So that will be uh, after the 11 o'clock news. And try to have a good time today. Boy, they take um, so many different surveys around Christmas time. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it's almost like, are you kidding me? It's almost ridiculous, yes. A survey by the shopping app reveals 32% of people would choose a root canal over holiday shopping. Oh, no way. No way for me either. Are you kidding me? Mm Mm-mm. Who are these one-third of the people? I'll, I'll shop 11 months of the year avoid one of those I've things. never had a root canal, but I hear it's not pleasant. <clears throat> no, I don't be rooting for it. <laughs> 53% of men and 43% of women would choose a dentist visit over holiday shopping. I am shocked More at that. More than half the men? Are yep. you serious? Come yeah, on, guys. It's not that it's bad. Not that, yeah, it's not that bad. What's the worst that could happen? She'll hate you for the gift, right? Yeah, that's, that's it. 25% of personal spending takes place in December. The average person is expected to purchase 12 gifts. 12 gifts. That's a little much. That's about right, huh? Is it? Yeah, I guess so. That's Today, low it, for my wife. It's high for me. High for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's low for your wife, huh? Yeah, that's low. God bless you. Today is National Cookie Exchange Day. Oh, is it? We did that yesterday. Or changing exchanging before. cookies? Well, I don't give anybody cookies, but they give me cookies. It's a good exchange for me. Yeah, okay. Boy, we have cookies all over the place here. Unbelievable. If you like cookies, folks, mm. we got them. We got them. Big time. Big yes, time. They're so good. There's a lot of variety, too. Absolutely. A lot of great bakers. Mm-hmm. You know, these are very talented. You know, they're talented with their radio stuff, but baking and uh, through the years, it's been absolutely marvelous. It has been. Yeah. And on this day, uh, Joe Cocker died. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Of course I do. You are so beautiful to me. Yep. That was his song. Uh, dinner pet peeves. Dinner pet peeves. Yeah. All right. Feeding the family pet under the table. How's that a pet peeve? Rover's got to get his. Come on. Yeah. I have a cartoon. It's uh, my dog. His name in the cartoon. His name is Peeve. The uh, (laughs) the host. uh, Really. That is funny. The uh, let's see. The host hovering around the table and not eating with guests is a pet peeve. I don't know about you, but my mom, you know, get her to sit down. Sit I down. Know, they're sit always down. so worried about everybody else. Come they don't on. take care of themselves. Sit down and eat. By the time they sit down, everybody's almost done. Come on, sit down. It's Any sort day? of a pet peeve, but it's almost like, you know. <clears throat> Why do they do that? Like, I understand. You want everybody to be good. You need anything else? Is there anything else I can get you? you yeah. you're, you're down to three peas. You want some more peas? <laughs> I don't want any peas. Try to appease everybody. Get these peas out of here. Uh, let's see. Plates being cleared before all the guests have finished <laughs> eating. Oh, you're finished. <laughs> that ever, did that ever happen to you in a restaurant? Uh, hey. Every now and then, yeah. Well, they take your drink not, and it's half full? Much. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. I'm whoa, that. whoa, whoa. That's, that's dangerous. Forcing people to get involved in activities or games. 
Dinner party kind of annoying. pet peeves. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't want to play, you don't want to play. I'm not really a game person too much. You don't want to bully you. Know, yeah, bullied into playing. Play a game here. Come on, what's wrong with you? You don't have any fun. You're no fun. See, I hate Pictionary, so I don't want to play. You know, don't just say, but then, of course, they, they go after you if you don't. You know. I know. Come on. Just for a little while. Those games last four hours. Yeah. 26% of people need two or three days before they can completely relax on vacation after Christmas. 20% of men and 9% of women aren't stressed when they leave their Christmas vacation. For their Christmas, they're not stressed. But not too many are like that, huh? Well, it depends on the weather. If you're traveling, you'll be stressed. Mm, but yeah, I mean, relax. Why do we get so stressed at Christmas? I don't go anywhere at Christmas. Don't so I'm understand. Not 30% of people have experienced a busting headache and aching body during the holiday hangover. 20% of people have felt sick to their stomach during the holiday hangover. This is so negative. 11% of people have felt emotional and paranoid during their holiday hangover. Paranoid. Favorite hangover cures include strong coffee, 21%. Mm-hmm. A breakfast roll, 19%. A breakfast roll? A wholesome meal, 23%. And a brisk walk, 11%. Man, if my stomach's not right after a hangover or during a hangover, yeah, I'm not eating anything. anything yeah, but you'll be drinking a lot of orange juice, right? Yeah. 20% of people have told their boss what they really think of them while under the influence. I love you. I love you so much. Hey, I always wanted uh, to tell you this, boss. Uh, you wake I up the next you. morning and find out you got a pink slip for Christmas. Nineteen percent <laughs> of people have leaked a piece of juicy office gossip to a co-worker while under the influence. Mm. I wish I knew some juicy office uh, gossip. Yeah, you've got, I'm sure you've got some in there. Seventy percent of people have hooked up with a coworker at an office hey, holiday party. How are you doing? We had ours yesterday. Did anybody hook up that we know of? I don't know. A couple of people haven't showed up today. So. <laughs> oh well, okay. You. And finally, <laughs> this is. <laughs> you were very funny at the party, by the way. Oh, I want you to know. Thank you, Marty. If you ever want to hire somebody of party, he's hysterical. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not a... Marty for hire, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe that's a business, yeah. Cheer, to cheer up your party. It's like a crank up your party with and Marty. It, it comes out so, boom, whoa. Did he really say that? Oh. I know. They were threatening HR on me a couple of times, but I'm like... That's okay. You were, I know we you, don't have an HR. You department. were uh, just, just hanging on the border on those. Yeah, they were teetering. great. They were great. You got to know. You got to know the line. This is the worst one, folks. Most dangerous Christmas songs to drive to. You've got to be kidding. What? According to Chill Insurance. Chill Insurance? Most dangerous song, Frosty the Snowman. Why is that dangerous? I have no idea. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Feliz Navidad. Maybe people sing along too much. Because the rhythm and it gets you going. Don't pay attention to the road. Yeah, maybe. Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson 5. Okay, we played that... Christmas, uh, John Lennon. Dangerous to drive to that. Let it snow, let it snow. Frank Sinatra. Rudolph. I wish I could be Christmas every day. That makes people drive recklessly. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, Judy Garland. And I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus by the Jackson 5. Hmm. It's got to be the rhythm and the, and the just the pure excitement yeah. of it, I guess. Here are the some of the face, uh, safest Christmas songs to drive to. Oh, these are safe. Okay. This is so ridiculous. Silent isn't night. It? This is ridiculous. Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. 
I hate that song. It's yeah, it's not really. I love Paul, but I don't like the song. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Michael Bublé. Okay. Last Christmas by Wham. Very you safe. know, I don't like Wham, but I like that song. That's for a good some song. Reason. I don't know why. Taylor Swift has a hit with it as well. Oh, yeah? Winter Wonderland by Dean Martin. Ooh, love mm-hmm. Dean. Little Drummer Boy, Bing Crosby. One More Sleep by Leona Lewis. I don't know what that is. And Do They Know It's Christmas by Band Aid. I don't like that one. <clears throat> and finally, what else the 10 got? worst Christmas presents you could ever buy. The ten worst. Okay, I still have some to do, so hopefully I'll avoid this. You want to? You want to take a chance on any of those? No. Okay. A dead plant. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Oh, thank you, honey. Oh, good. The leaves are falling as you give it yeah, to me. Have a divorce on Christmas. Uh, a cheap or out-of-date box of chocolates. Twenty-nine percent of people said. Okay. A, a toilet roll. <laughs> Who would buy somebody a toilet roll? Can you imagine I'm assuming you mean toilet paper roll. It's a toilet roll, yeah. Can you imagine exchanging that? <laughs> <laughs> Who would buy somebody a toilet roll? I don't know. Maybe as a joke. Perhaps maybe. put it in the stocking. We could have had it in our Yankee swap yesterday. Yeah. Per, yeah. I, did you see what I got? Um, you got the uh, jalapeno, jalapeno grill or skillet, and then you gave it to Colin, didn't you? Then I got, uh, yeah. And, and then got his uh, socks He or got something? socks, and then I gave my socks to uh, uh, Dave, and he gave me the uh, night glasses. Oh, that's right. You got the cool night glasses. Because yeah. jalapeno, I can't eat that stuff because I would blow up. Mm. No, we wouldn't want that. One of the worst Christmas presents you could ever buy. Perfume that smells awful. Well, yeah. Number five, the same present someone gave you last Christmas. Oh, like uh, you got caught re-gifting? Re-gifting. Yeah. Guys never do this. A mop and a bucket. <laughs> what? <laughs> then you will. The guy will kick the bucket after that. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Ill-fitting clothes, especially if they're too large for the woman. I know. You got to go small. Mm, go small. You, go you small can't go wrong. If you have any uh, any any inkling that you're not got the right size. <laughs> this is a this is hysterical. Number eight is baked beans. Baked beans. <laughs> yeah. Who in the hell buys somebody oh, baked beans? Thanks, honey. What a guess. <laughs> okay, two more. Oh my god. A diet book. Oh, yeah, you're stupid if you do that. And last but not least, so don't get any of these. Is this gifts the worst one? Well, I don't think it's the worst. A dustpan okay. dust and a brush. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Oh my god. What's the worst one? A diet book or clothes that are too big? I think a toilet paper rolls the worst. <laughs> oh my god. That's so funny. I wonder if anybody has done that. You know, there was a toilet paper shortage. Yeah, that would have been, that, been you know, good then, I guess. About 18 rolls of toilet paper, you're in good shape. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, have a wonderful uh, season with your uh, family. Same to you, Stu. Have a great holiday. <laughs> Don't forget to get your wife more than 12 gifts. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it? can't do it. Yeah. You'll get some last-minute guilt. You'll get a couple. <laughs> I've got to get a couple, but I'm not getting 12. All right, enjoy. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Meyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. 
Happy December 22nd, everybody. It's an open forum to start things off, and next hour we'll play our annual WICH Christmas Carol that was recorded about, um, I don't know, 25 years ago? We have a couple of versions of that. We're going to play one after 11 o'clock. hope it brings you some fun. You'll, you'll hear voices of uh, people who worked at WICH from the past and uh, some recent, complete with sound effects and the whole works. So I hope you will uh, enjoy that with us after the 11 o'clock news. But we'll have a lot of open topic during the lunchtime oldies. You'll have an opportunity to request your favorite Christmas songs. We have a lot of them. I hope we'll be able to uh, fill most of them for you. Our number is 860-889-5252. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. This is Tina Schmidt. The Eastern Connecticut Savings Family extends our very best wishes to you and yours for a safe, healthy, and joyful holiday season. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, and a safe and healthy New Year. Fox News Commentary. TSA is due to spend over 18 million bucks to make passenger screening more non-binary friendly. The radical LGBTQ agenda rolls on. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Did you know that you can save up to half on your wireless plan when you switch to consumer cellular? They offer unlimited talk and text with a flexible data plan starting at just $20 a month with the same premium coverage as the nation's largest carriers. Plus, their award-winning customer support makes switching a breeze. Go to ConsumerCellular.com Radio 25. And for a limited time, get $25 off when you use promo code Radio 25. The new hot term of the decade. And for some reason, even if you don't identify as that or even know what the hell it is, you're required to bow down to those who have made it their battle cry. And it gets worse. Now the TSA, the administration supposedly tasked with national security at our airports, is spending 18.6 million bucks on non-binary screening systems, which will roll out in January. In addition to new high-def technology that will supposedly better scan all of the body parts, if you feel the TSA agent has misgendered you after going through the machine, you can ask to be rescreened before submitting to a pat down. TSA touts this new woke process as a way to advance civil rights, but really, it's just another waste of taxpayer dollars on a woke agenda that only 1% of the population really gives a crap about. We might as well start flushing our own dollars down the toilet and do the work for the federal government. I'm Tommy Laren. Well, I hope next year we uh, hope that all these things we're hearing is just a dream. Welcome to the program. Yes, hi. Hi there. Want, want to make a request for a Christmas song? Sure, you can do that now if you like. Yeah. The Eagles had a song for Christmas. Please come home for Christmas? Um, I'm not sure what the name of it was, but you know the band, The Eagles. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had a Christmas song, and it was very nice. Yeah, I sure. I don't know the name of it. It's, uh, yeah, please come home for Christmas. Bells will be ringing, yeah. There you go. All right, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. And the top of the morning to you this uh, oh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Day before the night, before the night, before the night, before Christmas. It's kind of scary, this weather forecast, Kev. I don't know. Mm. Well, you know what? They're saying gusts. Gusts of 50 to 60. Yeah. That doesn't mean the wind is going to stay that high. Well, I don't want to be... It's going to be windy. I don't know. We get all excited about these things. I know. I, I don't want to be negative, but I hope I hope that my Christmas wish is not to lose power. Yeah, that would be nice. Mm -hmm. 
Well, remember, you're not losing power, you're losing electricity. You always have power. Oh, you are a yes, powerful right. dude, Mr. Breyer. We'll get lower electricity bills. Gotcha. There you go. Yeah, that too. That mm-hmm. too. So I don't know about some of these Christmas survey things that you read. They're, they're wild, aren't they? I think somebody sits down and makes those things up, and yeah, I, I guess maybe they sell advertising on their website with it or something. Some Christmas the songs. The toilet paper it. one was kind of cute, but I, I would not probably give it to somebody. No. I bet you Phoebe the cat would like to roll around with it. You know, she has never. I've had cats that like to do the toilet paper yeah. and unravel it. You come home and you've got toilet paper all over that. Phoebe's never done that. Not into that, huh? She's, she's not into the TP. She's, no? a, she's a cool oh. cat. She's a cool cat. I'm trying to think what she's done. Oh, the only thing she's done that's really rambunctious. Okay, I, I have recording equipment, and I have these little bags that I'll put microphones and cords in and stuff if I'm going to be going somewhere, for instance, to record nature sounds or whatever. Well, I have a couple of these. Well, I had one that was a fairly nice bag, kind of leather or imitation leather. She decided it was her pincushion for her claws. Really? This was years ago. Mm -hmm. And I went to use it one day, and I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I'm like, oh, Phoebe, you put Braille on the bag for me. (laughs) That's right. What a nice Like millions of little dots. Yeah, what a nice cat, yeah. She's such a good girl. I wouldn't trade her for anything. Yeah. So, uh, But the one that did kind of get my attention was pet peeves at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've got a couple. <clears throat> okay. Um, people <clears throat> who are passing something and they reach in front of you. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Very rude. Now, as a person who can't see... Mm-hmm. I run across this a lot because people assume that, well, if you can't see, you're not capable of passing things down the table. Yeah, you just give it to the and person next to you, and then you, you do it that way. Right? What's that? When you're passing it down, you give it to the person next to you, and then they give it to the person next to them. That's the way it's supposed to work. Right. But very often, if you can't, <clears throat> if you have an eyesight problem, they'll just reach across you like you're not even there. Mm-hmm. Which is extremely rude, and I've had situations where I ask them politely not to do it, and they do it anyway. I've also had cases where they're reaching across me. I don't know they're there, and I end up jabbing them with my fork or my knife. Oh, goodness. It's just a stupid thing to do. Um, At least if you ask, you know, uh, do you mind? I'm going to reach across you. If you don't mind, I'm going to pass this. Or <clears throat> At least they're trying to be polite. Mm-hmm. I'll give anybody credit for trying. But but people who are just so thoughtless. Well, I don't think they I'm do it intentionally. taking back your Christmas present that I didn't get you. <laughs> I don't do it intentionally, but it's something to think of. One of the first things I ever learned about manners at the table, which I was always, no, put your elbows on the table. That's, I think that's the first one I learned, too. I mean, what was yeah. so bad yeah. about that? I, I didn't understand that. Elbows now, the, the other table. thing, and I don't know if I'll say <laughs> that it's rude, but it kind of bugs me, is when people say, oh, um, I don't want any of my corn. Would you like it? I didn't touch it. Or, oh, yeah, right. Gee, I don't want the rest of my chicken. I didn't touch it. Would, would you like it? It's like, no, I don't want stuff off your plate. You know. That's a good point. People, There are other people that like to do that. Yeah, yeah, and I guess they're trying to be nice and not waste food, but, you know, even if you didn't quote-unquote touch it, you've been breathing on it. Yeah, I know, know. Um, you know, this was a long time ago, somebody I knew was uh, 
not family. They were sitting at the table and they just stuck their fork in my plate. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, wh- oh, I think I'll taste this. I've had people sneak food off my plate. You'd be yeah. surprised how often that happens. Well, that's because you uh, usually have good food, I guess. Well, yeah. If I if Kevin's eating it, it must be good. Kevin, let's play <laughs> uh, let's play name that tune. Tell me who this singer is, okay? Okay, all right. Skin pizza down in Coda de Casa. That's Frank Sinatra. From nope, you're on. All the That's way to Birmingham. Just listen again now. In Higginum. <laughs> and I know who it is. I'm kidding. Cozy King of Prussia. Sing it. It's Christmas wherever, wherever I am. Do you need a hint? Or you, you know who that is? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, you know what's funny? I was just going to ask you to play that. Then it is you. Kevin Harkins, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you told him. See, I thought we could have a little guessing game. Anybody guess? I'll see if I can get to more of that a little later. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's called It's Christmas Wherever You Are. That's right. That's right. And it really is. So people say, I wish you a happy, safe, joyous Christmas. Part of that is we have to make it so. We have to make it a wonderful Christmas by being wonderful people. And for this audience, I don't think that's a stretch. I like this one. If I don't see you, Merry Christmas. That means if I see you later, is that going to be a Merry Christmas? Yeah, I never heard that one. Yeah, if I don't see you, Merry Christmas. Oh, well, if I don't see you before. Before Christmas. People say that a lot. If I don't see you before Christmas, have a nice one. Yeah. And then if I see you, I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know, Steph. I just just don't know. We're just having They'll hook up with you. Hmm? Did Dale Plummer get a hold of you? Yes, I did. I'm gonna. I've got to call him. You know, when they, when okay, the tinsel good. clears. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He was leaving a message for you yesterday, and I decided to interrupt him. Okay. And yell at you. All right, buddy. <laughs> See ya. See Bye-bye. you later. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning, Stu. Yes, sir. You're sounding better and better. <clears throat> oh, thank you. That's good news. Yes, that's prayers answered. Um, I'd just like to call listeners and audience attention to a. Um, past perspective in the Sunday day. I don't know if this stuff's kept on computer or whatever, but anyway, in the Sunday day, December 18, 2022, perspective was a point and counterpoint, one written by Kathy Oston, state senator, the other by Chris Powell of the journal Inquirer, and the article had to do with introducing Native American studies to state schools. Okay, and um, the proposed curriculum, Kathy Oson states, the days of simply learning the three R's in school, reading, writing, arithmetic have not only long passed, but are actually a detriment to any student looking to function and succeed in a modern America. And that's kind of that's kind of rough. And I see it like, uh, Senator, you need to do things up at the Capitol for the whole state, not worry so much about the casinos and so on and so forth. She's not a teacher, and it should not be writing legislation to uh, change any course curriculum. And as for the other article, is on um, Chris Powell's curriculum in Indian history would guard casino privilege. And I'm going to leave it up to the listeners and stuff. If it's on computer, it's on computer, online. It's a day perspective, point, counterpoint. And one last thing is about this proposal 
along with the arts career and consumer education, math, science, and social studies, which purportedly is on the list of study, Connecticut students will now learn about computer programming, climate change, which personally I don't think is important because the Mojave Desert has not changed, financial literacy, black and Puerto Rican history, and I thought we were all one group of people anyway, Native American history, gay and lesbian studies, which I do not find important. American veterans is nearly dead last, and civics. And civics is something kids got to learn. It was very important when I was going to high school. And, of course, our American veterans, um, I just think that they have been forgotten in the the Joe Biden administration. Thanks. Have a good Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Take care of yourself. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning to you, Mr. Stokes. Hey, Larry. Uh, just want to call and tell you that I want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. And I appreciate all the hard work that you did at WICH for the last year. You're uh, one in a kind. Thank and, you. Um, and so I appreciate that very much to let us call and vent all the time and listen to us and, and so forth. That takes a special person to do something like that. And, uh, so Shucks. have a very uh, special day and, and rest and enjoy yourself. All right. Anything else today, buddy? Uh, no, maybe I'll call you next hour. Okay. But well, just next... in case I didn't get through to you, I, I wanted to okay. uh, Well, thank you for that. that. Appreciate it. Okay. Talk to you later. We will be playing, uh, not the whole hour, the, the WICH Christmas Carol. I hope you stick around for that. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Phil's Clocks and Repair would like to say thank you to all of their customers who have supported them this year. Your business is appreciated. They also hope that you enjoy the holidays and have a happy new year. This week only, visit Boot Barn to save on quality holiday gifts for the whole family. We're offering holiday specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. Got an email of uh, an article by Cal Lord. He always writes some very stimulating, nice stuff. Maybe we'll get to it in just a little bit. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. Hey, yeah. I, I have to tell you, I've been on my prayer lines last night and this morning, and I am going to do it again this afternoon because I am asking God to break the back of this storm. So that we don't get the power outages, we don't get freezing. You know, it says, oh, it's going to go up to 50 and drop down to thir- uh, zero. That's what my NOAA weather station thingy says, right? It Within 12 hours, mind you. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, because we're going to have an ice skating ring if we get, you know, uh, rain. So I just want you to know that if... Uh, the prayers have been heard, which I do believe they will be, because I will tell you what, 
And right. I told the lady I prayed with at CBN, I said, you know what? I said, during Superstorm Sandy, at the height of it, I was on the phone praying <laughs> against power outages and all kinds of whatever. My power stayed on right here where we are. And my friend across town, her power was out for over a week. Nobody believes me, but hey, <clears throat> it stayed on. And I told the lady it's because I was praying with CBN. So we're not going to have any power outages. We're coming against that. And that high wind can just get. And it can stay out in the ocean. And that's how you have to pray. you got to command it like Jesus did. Well, don't forget to pray for your neighbors, too. Well, everybody around me... Mm-hmm. They, you know, because I can look across the street, see a house now, which never was there a long time ago. So everybody, um, they they get the perks. If the part, if I ask for the power to stay on right here where I am, everybody surrounding me is protected. And I believe in that because God says in a verse, you have not because you ask not. And, hey, you're going to do, um, oh, um, Scrooge thingy at... What, 11? Yeah, we'll do a Scrooge thingy, yep. Okay. Are you going to have a guest on the last hour, or are you going to no, do... No, it's totally open. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you know what? What? You know how that um, song to everything, turn, 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 there's a season, comes out of Ecclesiastes in the Bible? Yes. I'm going to find the verse where they mention one of the prophets was actually picked up by the hair and taken above the earth to look down. Remember when Scrooge was floated through the air? It, you know, the second one yeah, grabbed him mm-hmm. and said, hang on, I'm sure. taking you, and they're all up in the air going, <laughs> right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That is That was t- taken out of the Bible, too. So I'm going to find that verse to show that, um, uh, what's his name that wrote that um, uh, Christmas carol, Dickens. He took it out of the Bible. It's really neat. Oh, look at this. You know, I, I, I love finding things okay. like that. All right. We'll talk about it. Sure. Okay. Thank All right. You. And everybody out there, have a Merry Christmas. And still, though, respect the storm. And if you got to get stuff, get it before. Good Good points. You know, yep. you still have to respect it. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank, hey, you. thank you. Hey, a little respect for the storm. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I, um, well, actually, what was your favorite cookie when you had your uh, thing yesterday? My favorite cookie? Wow. I still like the um, chocolate chip cookies. You know, anything with uh, raisins and chocolate chips. There were lots. Did we have, have hundreds of cookies. They were uh, all wonderful. Little round, I think it's a <clears throat> sugar cookie with the uh, mm-hmm. chocolate candy kiss. On top? Oh, those are those are nice. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what I was talking about. That's super. Um, you know, Kevin was talking about um, pet peeves at uh, you know gatherings and whatnot. Um, I don't like double dipping. Double dipping it, is not polite. No. <clears throat> no. Um, so. Um, and he was also talking about uh, when the food comes around and whatnot. And I'm, I'm thinking of the stop sign. You go to the right. Everybody kind of goes to the right when they're passing food. They do? Okay. Oh, yeah. Even if there's nobody sitting in the chair next to you? Or? 
<laughs> well, then it's all for me, right? Okay, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, <clears throat> the other thing I was uh, going to say was this impending storm, and it's going to be treacherous. So I'm thinking of, of the delivery people and the people that work outside to restore things. And um, I don't know if they get it, but they should hazardous pay. Um, well, they're we, going out there. They do wonderful like, work. Wonderful work. Huh? They do wonderful work. It doesn't matter if it's a holiday or what it is. They, they're they there to get things going. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I, I'm like, mm -hmm. and the climate is getting more severe, and I don't know how they do it, but I hope these companies uh, really take recognition on these people, their people uh, that work for them um, in a serious way and really give them extra pay. Well, we hope you know, so. Thanks um, for being thoughtful. Feeling okay. Right now for those people that have to work outside and mm -hmm. restore uh, utilities, I'm whatever sure they, I'm sure they appreciate uh, maintenance that. and right. just a uh, restoration all right, uh, thank you. Services that uh, we take for granted. We do. Thank you very much. Stu Breyer with your WICH. Um, we've had wicked weather before, folks. Um, I remember growing up in some horrific storms. I don't know about you. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Helen. Hi, Helen. Uh, uh, I was looking. Oh, I, know. I don't feel good. I still not feel good. Uh, but uh, uh, I called for you yesterday. You, did you work yesterday? I worked yesterday, yes. Yeah. But I called, I couldn't find you. Um, I couldn't find the radio. Oh, that's right. We had a, at 11.30, we had a uh, basketball game on. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, that was it. Forgot. Forgot, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know my son's uh, mom. <laughs> mm. He's 40. But uh, oh my God! Well, anyway, uh, are you all right? I'm okay. I hope you uh, you're all right. Are you okay? Well, I want to tell you one thing. I should not say that on the radio. I surprised my son when he was here for six days, drinking and the bottle for the water. I said, Michael, that is not clean. You ever call? You you know, mm -hmm. and I don't do that. So I clean, but I should not work. I should let him have the old bottle. Mm -hmm. And I'm the one, nah, like that. Uh, it's awful. I even cannot talk. <laughs> By the way, while you're on the phone, I met somebody that you adore, uh, Monique Boulay, yesterday. I saw her in shopping. You know her? I know her. She worked oh, with me. I know she's my darling. She worked here. Uh, yes. I, I, I did like to call her because the sound of a daughter, mm -hmm. a baby. So she she's a grandmother of two two young yep. boys. Yeah, we, we were talking about you. We we're talking about you. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't forget her because my voice is gone, mm -hmm. and I I fall asleep and I get up and oh, it's not me. It's a dead person. No, listen, when you're feeling real down, don't forget to call your do your daughter. Uh, oh, my daughter coming today. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she's uh, she's coming home. Good. For shopping. Mm -hmm. She went me shopping. Good. 
Good. Yes, yes, anyway. Yep. So, listen, if I don't talk to you before Christmas, I wish you a merry, merry Christmas and a very healthy New Year, you and your family and all your listeners. Thank you, Helen. Everybody <laughs> loves you, and we want you to have a very healthy New Year. Yes. All right. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, I just wanted to, um, I have a happy holidays card with two military men decorating a tree, and there's a Christmas story on the back by Lance Corporal James Schmidt, and I was wondering if you could play that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. James Schmidt, A Christmas Story. Let me think about that one. I stopped smoking with Mark Patrick's hypnosis when nothing else worked. One year later, my wife Michelle and I attended the Mark Patrick Weight Loss Hypnosis Seminar. In two months, lost 43 pounds, and she lost 18 pounds. And And we we feel feel great. great. Join Mark Patrick's Hypnosis Seminar. Lose the weight or stop smoking for only $49.99 guaranteed. Seminar Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight Loss Seminar, 11 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 2 p.m. Sign up at MarkPatrickSeminars.com. Imagine this. You turn on the TV news and the weather folks are predicting heavy thunderstorms, high winds, and possible power outages. They say that some areas could be without electricity for days. Think about it. How would the loss of power impact your family or your business? What if the power really was out for days? system powering down. Oh man, that's what it really sounds like when the power goes out. Will you be ready when the storms hit your town? Hi, this is Jimmy and I'm here to remind you to have your generator serviced and ready to go ahead of the storms. At Hall Communication we use ACDC Electric. They are the largest generator dealer in eastern Connecticut and western Rhode Island. They have the most techs on the road with the best training available. They have the largest inventory of parts in stock and they won't leave you in the dark. Visit acdcindustrial.com online or call Charlie at 860-886-ACDC. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. 8895252, whatever you want to discuss today on this December the 22nd. And when we have our lunchtime oldies, you can request a Christmas song if you like. Something that you like, we hope. Here's the weather. Take my weather, please. WICH weather from meteorologist Scott Haney and the Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast Center. Overcast, breezy. Precip could start briefly as a wintry mix inland through the afternoon. High 46. Tonight, rain becoming steady and heavier. The wind intensifies too. Temps will actually rise into the lower 50s. But don't get out your bathing suit yet. Friday, cloudy and wet and windy. Scattered showers through midday. Wind gusts reach 50 to 60 miles per hour. Temperatures peak in the mid to upper 50s. Then plummet behind the Arctic cold front. It is possible that before ending, rain could switch to snow late afternoon, early evening. Any accumulation would be minor, if at all. A flash freeze is possible as residual moisture on what will be untreated surfaces will become slick as temperatures drop into the 20s. Now, Saturday, Christmas Eve, partly to mostly sunny, cold, and breezy. High 27. Wind chill will near be be around below zero in the morning, single digits during the afternoon. But it will be sunny, and that's a break. Sunday, Christmas Day, sunny, continued cold, high 29. Wind chill in the teens. So basically, we have a bunch of weather. Currently, it's a very innocent-looking 35 degrees. like to hear from you on any subject. At 889-5252, whether it be uh, 
good, the bad, or the ugly, which is open topic for this portion of the program. After 11 o'clock, we are scheduled to play a Christmas carol, a WICH version of the Christmas carol. Cal Lord writes a column, pastor of the Central Baptist Church of Westerly, and it's, um, he always writes something special. And here's one of his latest. Right after Thanksgiving, Lori, the girls, and I went out to get our Christmas tree. There was no way that we were going to get a pre-cut tree this year. With two of the girls living nearby, they wanted to renew a family tradition. They reminded me that when they were younger, we could always go out in search of a tree and bring it home. Like Chevy Chase in the movie, Christmas Vacation, we weren't going to settle for a tree. You could get it at a local tree stand. We were going to cut it down ourselves. To be honest, I like that idea. When I was growing up, my mom always pulled out the old silver tinsel tree from the attic. When I was 14, she made plans to pull it out and set it up. I rebelled and told her that I would find us a real tree. That year marked my first trek into the woods. Maybe you can all relate to this, to find the perfect tree. One of our neighbors had several evergreens on his property. I obtained permission to cut down one of our family, one for our family. It was a lot of work for a teenage boy. I looked high and low, and needless to say, could not find the perfect tree. It wasn't long before I got tired and finally settled for one that looked decent. I chopped it down and brought it home. Thank goodness for my mom. She had a great sense of humor. We decorated that tree, and although it looked every bit as sad as the tree in the Charlie Brown Christmas, it was real, and it was ours. It was far from perfect, but she made it work. We put our presents around it, and it actually ended up looking pretty good. As we headed to the tree farm to pick out our tree this year, I had visions of spending two hours out in the cold looking for that perfect tree, only to come home disappointed. The tree would either be too short or have big spare bare spots or be bent on one side. Most of us end up settling for something less than what we were looking for. And that's true with life in general. We look for perfection and come away disappointed. The problem is that we are inundated with messages that we should only accept that which is perfect in ourselves and others. We need to have the most exquisite car, the most beautiful home, the most perfect children. Of course, that means at Christmas, we have to give the perfect gifts. The truth is that perfection is impossible for us in the truest sense of the word. Any attempt to go there will always be met with frustration. We live in a fallen world where all of creation is a step below what God had hoped for us. We can't be perfect, and we can't offer anyone the perfect gift. Only God can do that. That's exactly what he did at Christmas. Christmas reminds us that God gave us the perfect gift. The Christmas classic, O Holy Night, says, Long lay the world in sin and error pining, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. In Christ we are forgiven, made whole, and given a second chance at life. What could be better than that? So he concludes his... uh, little editorial. Sometimes in the hustle and bustle of the Christmas season, we get sidetracked and lose sight of how truly wonderful that gift is. Maybe Charlie Brown knew more than we give him credit for. He saw something in that tree that nobody else did. So it is with us. God sees us as we were meant to be, 
and in Christ we are made beautiful again. So stand tall and let God's love radiate through you this Christmas. Now, whether you're of that religion or not, those are pretty beautiful words by Cal Lord, and I wanted to relay them to you. He's a good guy. He's been on our show. Welcome to the program. Yes. Good morning, Stu. How do you do? All right. How you doing? We're doing. We're doing. Just wanted to wish you and your family and the listeners out there a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. You going to have French fries for Christmas? Uh, no. I think we're going to... I don't eat much fried food anymore, to be honest with you. You don't? Okay, I don't either. I can't handle fried food anymore. Well, I can have it once in a great while, but then I end up... As soon as I get home, I have to pop a couple of tums, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely, uh, in fact, if people can avoid fried food, they'd be better off anyway. Oh, yeah. Through yeah. the years. But, you know, Scott Haney, <clears throat> the weatherman? Yes. Did you know he has a song out that he composed, that he wrote, and sang no on kidding. an album? Really? It's called Mystic Moon. Look it up, Google it. Scott Haney, Mystic Moon. Mystic you can listen Moon. to it, and I tell you, it's not half bad. I was actually surprised when I googled it this morning. So he's a pretty good singer, huh? Yeah, it sounded it sounded really. It's a Christmas uh, type song, like you know. Yeah. But it's about Mystic, the seaport. I'm assuming that area, but it's called Mystic Moon, and it's on um, Connecticut Christmas Two album. I hope I can find that. Uh, we'd yeah. really like to play that today. Yeah, I, I listened to it this morning, and I was shocked. I mean, it was actually very good. I thought it was, and not that I'm a music critic. No, you, you know, uh, you know, if it's something... Uh, so the words and the voice were good. That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you carried the tune good. So all right. that's all I needed to tell you. All right, you have a wonderful uh, Christmas with your family. You too, buddy. Thank you. Take care. And it, don't expect it to be perfect, because nothing's perfect, right? You know? The eggnog could be spiked. All right. it's I don't like spiked eggnog, I'll be honest with you. But, you know, they have a separate one for we non-spiked people. All right. WICH with Stu, 889-5252 is our telephone number. Life right now is full of samples. Carpet samples, tile, and hardwood. First I like this one, then I change my mind. I spend all night looking at these. I love having choices, but I think I need a little help. We'll give you plenty of choices, and we'll also help you find the right flooring. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough for all of your flooring needs, not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything they sell. And they stand behind their floors with the Carpet One Beautiful Guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. One of the reasons why Clough has been voted Best Flooring Company by Reader's Choice for three years in a row. Financing available for qualified buyers. Family owned since 1972. Across from DJs on Crossroads and Waterford and at CloughCarpet1Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home, the one-stop shop for your perfect floor. This is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking. I lost 70 pounds and my friend lost 20 pounds in the first two months. Oh man, that's amazing. Join Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar. Lose the weight or stop smoking for only $49.99 guaranteed. Seminar Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight loss seminar at 11 a.m. Stop smoking seminar 2 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. 
Remember, when you get your gifts, don't lose the uh, sales slip. It doesn't, it's not easy when you lose your sales slip. Especially if you're buying clothes for somebody, you never know if it's going to fit perfectly or they're not going to like the color or whatever. So uh, save those sales slips. Put them in a drawer so you won't lose them. And always ask the store, what is your return policy? They'll be very friendly, and they'll tell you their return policy. Sometimes you'll get a credit. Sometimes you'll get your cash back. So save the sales slip. You know how uh, aggravating it is when you want to return something, and you don't have that sales slip. Mm-hmm. Not good. Not fun. So that's my little tip. We're going to take Christmas requests during our uh, lunchtime oldies. So be thinking of a song that you really would like to hear. And uh, if I've got it, certainly I'll give it the best shot. We'll play it for you. There are so many songs that just say Merry Christmas. How's that for cutting to the chase? I was just looking up all these songs here, and it's amazing. You would think that was a title that would have been taken, but... uh, It certainly is a a popular title. Once again, the word Merry is a word that we hardly use any other time except Christmas. The other time we say Merry is, would you like to go on the merry-go-round? Other than that, not too many people will say, oh, have a merry day. Not really. So uh, take advantage of the merry here. Let's do a little marshmallow uh, world, uh, take you to the uh, 11 o'clock news. Here is uh, Miss Brenda Lee in a marshmallow world. I don't think we're going to have marshmallows this weekend, but coldness. It's a marshmallow world in the winter when the snow comes to cover the ground. It's the time for play. It's a whipped cream day. I wait for it the whole year round. Now those are marshmallow clouds being friendly in the arms of the evergreen trees. And the sun is red like a pumpkin head. It's shining so your nose won't freeze. Oh, the world is your snowball. See how it grows. That's how it grows. Well made for sweethearts Take a walk with your favorite guy It's a sugar day What a spring is late In winter it's a marshmallow world It's a marshmallow world in the winter When the snow comes to cover the ground It's the time for play It's a whipped cream day I wait for it the whole year round Those are marshmallow clouds being friendly In the arms of the evergreen trees And the sun is red like a pumpkin head It's shining so your nose won't freeze Oh, the world is your snowball See how it grows That's how it grows Whenever it snows
yummy world made for sweethearts. Take a walk with your favorite guy. It's a sugar date. What a spring is late. And when it's a marshmallow world, it's a marshmallow world. It's a snow-covered world. Who's who's next? And then we'll have our Christmas carol. You'll hear Scrooge, and uh, you'll hear some of the voices from the past. From WICH AM and FM, 1310 WICH AM, 94.5 FM, W233DB. Hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. With more than 1,500 flights canceled so far today, a large part of the country bracing for a dangerous winter storm has already been pounding the Northwest. In Oregon, Tim Carlberg summed it up as he looked for essentials in a local hardware store. The ice apocalypse is coming upon us. Chris Voss is director of emergency management for Multnomah County, Oregon. When we're seeing temps of 15 and wind chills of like minus one and minus five. That really shows you how rare this is. The blast of frigid weather began hammering the Pacific Northwest Tuesday morning, and forecasters say it's expected to move to the northern Rockies, then the plains and blanket the Midwest with heavy snowfall. The northernmost regions of the U.S. could see wind chills near 70 degrees below zero. I'm Donna Water. Rushing aside raging inflation and rising interest rates, the American economy grew at a 3.2% annual pace July through September. Analysts say the rate is an unanticipated upgrade from their earlier estimate of third quarter growth. The rise in gross domestic product, the economy's output in goods and services, marked a return to growth after consecutive drops in the January to March and April to June periods. Driving the third quarter growth were strong exports and healthy consumer spending. Correspondent Jeremy House. The massive $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill, not a done deal yet. The Senate back at work this morning, hoping to pass the measure before a midnight Friday deadline for a partial government shutdown. Slightly more Americans filing for unemployment last week. Applications for jobless claims for the week ending December 17th inched up by 2,000 to 216,000 from the previous week's 214,000. Sell-off on Wall Street this morning. The Dow's down 470 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Once upon a time, of all good days in the year, on Christmas Eve, old Ebenezer Scrooge, member of the firm of Scrooge, Marley & Company, sat busy in his counting house. It was cold, bleak, biting weather, and he could hear the people in the court outside go wheezing up and down, beating their hands upon their breasts and stamping their feet upon the pavement to keep warm. The city clocks had just gone three, but it was quite dark already, and the candles were glaring in the windows of the neighboring offices, like ruddy smears upon the brown air. The door of Scrooge's counting house was open that he might keep his eye upon his faithful but shivering clerk, Bob Bob Cratchit, who in a dismal cold cell below was copying letters. Suddenly, Bob Cratchit rose and approached the office of old Scrooge. Well, well out with it. What are you standing there for? Well, sir, my, my fire's almost out, and I thought another bit of coal would keep it going until... Nonsense. Haven't I told you I won't have you burning my coal up like, uh, like tinder? Yes, sir. Well, why don't you go back to your work? Well, sir, tomorrow's Christmas, and I... Yes, I know. You were wondering whether you could have all day off, I suppose. If quite convenient, sir. It's not convenient, and it's not fair. If I was to stop a half-crown for it, you'd think yourself ill-used. I'll be bound. 
Yes, sir. Bah, Christmas. Nothing but a poor excuse to pick a man's pocket every December 25th. My old partner, Marley, agreed well with me. He thought it a lot of humbug, too. And you a clerk with 15 shillings a week and a wife and family? Talking about a Merry Christmas. Bah! Well, may I have tomorrow off, sir? I suppose you must, but be here all the earlier the next morning. Well, yes, sir, I will, and thank you, sir. Who's that, uh, Cratchit? It's a man, sir. I, I don't know who he is. Uh, uh, let him in. Let him in. Scrooge and Marley's, I believe. Have I the pleasure of addressing Mr. Scrooge or Mr. Marley? Uh, Mr. Marley has been dead these uh, seven years, since you ask. He died uh, seven years ago uh, this uh, very night. We have no doubt his liberality is well represented by his surviving partner. Not interested. At this festive season, Mr. Scrooge, it is more than desirable that we make some slight provision for the poor and destitute. At this moment, sir, many are in want of common necessaries and are suffering greatly. Are there uh, no prisons? Plenty of prisons. And the Union workhouses, are they uh, still in operation? They are. Still, I wish I could say they were not. Well, the treadmill and the poor law are in full vigor, then. Both are very busy. Uh, I was afraid from what you said at first that something had occurred to stop them in their useful course. But, sir, these organizations scarcely furnish Christian share of mind or body to these unfortunate people. It is because of that a few of us are endeavoring to raise a fund to buy the poor some meat and drink and means of warmth. We chose this time because it is a time of all others when want is keenly felt and abundance rejoices. What shall I put you down for? Uh, nothing. You wish to be anonymous? I wish to be left alone since you ask me what I wish. That is my answer. I don't make merry myself at Christmas, and my partner Marley never did. And I can't afford to make idle people merry. I help to support the establishments I have mentioned. They cost enough, and those that are badly off must go there. Many can't go there, and many would rather die than go there. If they would rather die, they had better do it and decrease the surplus population. Besides, that's not my business. It's enough for a man to understand his own business and not interfere with other people's. So I bid you good afternoon. Good afternoon. Cratchit! Cratchit, who is that? It's your nephew, sir. A Merry Christmas, Uncle. God save you. Bah! Humbug! Christmas a humbug, Uncle? You don't mean that, I'm sure. I do. I do. Merry Christmas. What right have you to be merry? What reason have you to be merry? You're poor enough. Come then. What right have you to be dismal? What right have you to be remorseful? You're rich enough. Bah! Humbug! Don't be cross, Uncle. What else can I be when I live in such a world of fools as this? Merry Christmas! Out upon Merry Christmas! What's it to you but a time of paying bills without money? If I could work my will, every idiot who goes about with Merry Christmas on his lips should be boiled with his own pudding. He should be! Uncle. Nephew, keep your Christmas in your own way and let me keep it in mine. Keep it? But you don't keep it. Let me leave it alone, then. Much good it has ever done you or Will. Why, Uncle, it has done me a lot of good. Apart from its sacred celebration, it's brought me a good time. A kind, forgiving, charitable, happy time. 
The only time I know in the whole calendar when men and women open their hearts. Hearts that sometimes stay closed the rest of the year. Yes, Uncle. Though it has never put a scrap of silver in my pocket, I believe it has done me good and will do me good. And I say, God bless it. You're quite a powerful speaker, sir. I wonder you don't go into Parliament. Don't be angry, Uncle. Come, dine with us tomorrow. No, I won't dine with you. But why? Why, why did you get married? Because I fell in love. Uh, because you fell in love. Good afternoon. Nay, Uncle, but you never came to see me before I was married. Why give that as a reason for not coming now? Good afternoon. Uncle, why can't we be friends? We have never had any quarrel to which I've been a party, and we never will. I have come to see you in homage to Christmas, and I'll keep my Christmas spirit to the last. So, a Merry Christmas, Uncle. Good afternoon. And a Happy New Year. Bah! After such a disturbing afternoon, Scrooge took his melancholy dinner in his usual melancholy tavern, and having read all the newspapers, went home to bed. He lived in chambers which had once belonged to his irascible old partner, Marley. A gloomy suite of rooms, old and dreary, where no one lived but Scrooge, the other rooms being let out as offices. Once in his apartment, he closed and locked his door, and in his usual fashion, put on his dressing gown and slippers and sat down before the fire to take his evening gruel. The fire was very low indeed, casting eerie shadows on the walls, and he was obliged to sit close to it and brood over it before he could extract any warmth from it. As he leaned forward in his chair, his glance happened to rest upon a bell, a disused bell that hung in the room and communicated for some purpose long forgotten with a chamber in the highest story of the building. It was with great astonishment and a strange dread that as he looked, he saw this bell begin to swing, first softly, then so loudly that every bell in the house joined in and rang also. This must have lasted for a half minute or so, but to Scrooge it seemed a terrifying hour. The bell ceased, only to be followed by a clanging noise deep down below, as if some person were dragging a heavy chain over the casks in the wine merchant's cellar. Scrooge then remembered that ghosts in haunted houses were described as dragging chains. Then followed a series of strange sounds, as of feet mounting stairs coming closer and closer toward his room. Scrooge, suddenly aware that some weird happening was about to occur, hugged his shivering body and waited in fear and trembling. How now? What do you want with me? Much. Uh, who are you? Ask me who I was. Uh, who were you then? In life, I was your partner, Jacob Marley. Uh, can you can you uh, can you sit down? I can. Do it then. You don't believe in me. I don't. What evidence would you have of my reality beyond your own senses? Uh, I, I don't know. Why doubt your senses? Uh, because a little thing affects them. A slight disorder of the stomach makes them cheat. You may be an undigested bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of underdone potato. Ah, there's more to gravy than the grave of you. Whatever you are, humbug, I, I tell you, humbug! <laughs> Mercy, mercy, dreadful apparition. 
Why do you trouble me? Man of worldly mind, do you believe in me or not? I... I do. I must, but... But why do spirits walk on the earth, and, and why do they come to me? It is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk abroad among his fellow men. And if that spirit goes not forth in life, it is condemned to do so after death. It is doomed to wander through the world. Oh, woe is me, and witness what it cannot share, but might have shared on earth, and turn to happiness. Oh. You, you are fettered. Uh, tell me why. I wear the chain I forged in life. I made it link by link, and of my own free will I wore it. Would you know the weight of the strong coil you bear yourself? It was full as heavy as this seven Christmas Eves ago. You have labored on it since. It is indeed a ponderous chain. Oh, Jacob, oh, Jacob Marley, tell me more. Speak comfort to me, Jacob. I have none to give. Comfort comes from other regions, Ebenezer Scrooge, and is conveyed by other ministers to other kinds of men. Nor can I tell you what I would. A very little more is all permitted to me. I cannot rest. I cannot stay. I cannot linger anywhere. In my life, my spirit never walked beyond the narrow limits of our counting house. Mark me, and weary journeys lie before me. Uh, you must have been very slow about it, Jacob. Slow? Seven years dead and traveling all the time? The whole time. No rest, no peace, incessant torture of remorse. You travel fast? On the wings of wind. Uh, you must have got over a quantity of ground in seven years. Oh, oh captive, bound and double-ironed, not to know. Not to know that any Christian spirit working kindly in its little sphere, whatever it may be, will find its mortal life too short for its vast means of usefulness. Not to know that no space of regret can make amends for one's life's opportunities misused. Yet, such was I. Oh, such was I. But, but you were always a, a good man of business, Jacob. Business? Mankind was my business. The common welfare was my business. Charity, mercy, forbearance, and benevolence were all my business. The dealings of my trade were but a drop of water in the comprehensive ocean of my business. At this time of the rolling year, I suffer most. Why did I walk through the crowds of fellow beings with my eyes turned down and never raise them to that blessed star which led the wise men to a poor abode? 
Were there no poor homes to which its light would have conducted me? Hear me! My time is nearly gone. I will, but don't be hard upon me. Don't be flowery, Jacob. Pray. How it is that I appear before you in a shape that you can see, I may not tell. I have sat invisible beside you many and many a day, and that was no light part of my penance. I am here tonight to warn you that you have yet a chance and hope of escaping my fate, Ebenezer. Oh, you are always a good friend to me. Thank you. Hear me. You will be haunted by three spirits. Uh, is that the chance and, and hope you mentioned, Jacob? It is. Uh, I, I think I'd rather not. Without their visits, you cannot hope to shun the path I tread. Expect the first tomorrow when the bell tolls uh, one. Uh, couldn't I take them all at once and, and have it over, Jacob? Expect the second on the next night at the same hour. The third upon the next night when the last stroke of twelve ceases to vibrate. Look to see me no more! No more! Slowly and quietly, the specter floated out upon the dark, bleak night, leaving Scrooge desperate with curiosity behind. After a moment, he followed and went to the window and looked out. The air was filled with phantoms wandering hither and thither in restless haste and moaning as they went. Every one of them wore chains like Marley's ghost. Many he knew personally, old friends who had passed on, business acquaintances all bound and fettered and wailing in mournful dirge. He had been quite familiar with one old ghost in a white waistcoat with a monstrous iron safe attached to his ankle, who cried piteously at being unable to assist a wretched woman whom he saw on the doorstep below. The misery of them was all clear, that they sought to help in human matters and had lost the power forever. With a painful sigh, Scrooge closed the window and examined the door by which the ghost had entered. It was double locked, just as he had locked it in the early evening. He tried to say humbug, but stopped at the first syllable, and feeling much in need of repose, went straight to bed and fell asleep on the instant. Subconsciously, from deep in the realms of sleep, old Scrooge heard the clock toll the quarter hour, the half hour, and remembered that the ghost had warned him of visitation on the stroke of one. Recalling this, he dozed fitfully. On the instant of one, as he lay there, the lights flashed up in his room. For a moment, he blinked, then stared wide-eyed at what he saw before him. Are, are you the spirit, sir, whose uh, coming was foretold me? I am. Uh, who and uh, what are you? I am the ghost of Christmas past. Long past? No, your past. Uh, what then? Uh, what would you of me? Rise and walk with me. Uh, I am mortal and, and liable to fall. Nay, my hand will support thee. Look beyond. What see you? Good heaven! I see... I, I see what, why... Why I was a boy here. All this I remember well. Your lip is trembling. And what is that upon uh, your cheek? Uh, lead, lead on, spirit. Uh, 
I follow. You recollect the way? Oh, remember it. The, the path of my boyhood. I could walk it blindfold. Strange to have forgotten it for so many years. Strange. But let us go on. Ah, a score. Do you remember? But of course you do. Even though it is Christmas Eve, however, it is not quite deserted. A solitary child, neglected by his friends, is left there still. I I know him all too well. My my own lost boyhood, my my lonely self. You recall this old brick schoolhouse with its weathercock and the school bell hanging from its roof? Look now. The walls are damp and mossy, the windows broken, the gates decayed. Let us look within at the boy who still reads near the feeble fire. Poor boy, poor lonely boy. It was that day my little sister Fan came with the happy news that she had persuaded my father to let me come home for Christmas. I had thought I was to spend it alone at school. Oh, she clapped her tiny hands and laughed when she told me that he had sent a coach to fetch me, that we might all have a, a merry Christmas together. Did you go? Oh, ah, yes. I did merrily, with my trunk tied on top of the chaise and the quick wheels dashing through the snow. Your sister was always a delicate creature whom a breath might have withered, but she had a large heart. So she had. You're right. I will not gainsay it, spirit God forbid. She died a woman and had, I think, one child. Uh, yes, my, my uh, nephew Fred. Shall we leave the boy at his desk? My poor forgotten self as I used to be. Poor boy. What say you? Uh, I wish, uh, I wish, but it's too late now. What is too late? Uh, nothing, uh, nothing. Well, last night a boy was singing a Christmas carol at my door, and, and I should like to have given him something. Uh, that's all. Let us see another Christmas. And so the ghost of Christmas past led old Scrooge down the memories of long ago, each separate experience recalling moments quite forgotten. Although they had but just left the school behind them, they were now in the busy thoroughfares of a city. It was again Christmas time, but it was evening and the streets were lighted up. The ghost stopped at a certain warehouse door and asked Scrooge if he knew it. Know it? Why, I was apprenticed here, cried Scrooge, and the joy of reunion came over him as he saw his old employer sitting behind a high desk in a Welsh wig. Why, it's old Fezziwig! Bless his heart, Fezziwig alive again, cried Scrooge, and as he watched, he saw the memories of that Christmas Eve suddenly come into being. The clearing of the warehouse floor for dancing, the fiddler perched on Fezziwig's high desk, the beaming face of Mrs. Fezziwig and the gay laughter of twenty couple all dancing at once, himself a young lad of eighteen laughing with the rest. On the stroke of eleven, the party ended with everyone wishing a merry Christmas in high ringing voices. Spirit, said Scrooge, what power we have to render others happy or unhappy. The power of words and deeds as great as if it cost a fortune. He felt the spirit's glance and stopped. What's the matter, asked the ghost. Nothing in particular, said Scrooge. Just now I should like to be able to say a word to my clerk, Bob Cratchit. That's all. Once again, Scrooge and the ghost stood side by side in the open air. My time grows short, observed the spirit. Look, 
and Scrooge looked, this time seeing himself as a man in the prime of life. He was not alone, but sat by the side of a fair young girl in mourning dress, in whose eyes there were tears which sparkled in the light that shone forth from the ghost of Christmas past. It matters little to you, very little. Another idol has displaced me, and if it can cheer and comfort you in time to come, as I would have tried to do, I have no just cause to grieve. What idol has displaced you? A golden one. This is the even-handed dealing of the world. There's nothing on which the world is so hard as poverty, and there's nothing it professes to condemn with such severity as the pursuit of wealth. Poor Ebenezer, you fear the world too much. All your other hopes have merged into the one hope of being beyond the chance of its sordid reproach, the reproach of poverty. I have seen your nobler aspirations fall, one by one, until the master passion gain engrosses you. Have I not? What then? Even if I have grown so much wiser, what then? I, I'm not changed toward you, am I? Our contract is an old one, made when we were both poor and content to be so until in good season we could improve our worldly fortune by our patient industry. You are changed. When it was made, Ebenezer, you were another man. I was a boy. Your own feelings tell you you are not the same. I am. That which promised happiness when we were one in heart is fraught with misery, now that we are two. <laughs> How often and keenly I have thought of this, I will not say. It is enough that I have thought of it and can release you. Have I sought release? In words. No, never. I in what, then? In a changed nature, an altered spirit, in everything that made my love of any worth or value in your sight. If this had never been before us, tell me, would you seek me out and try to win me now? Ah, no. You think not? I would gladly think otherwise if I could. Heaven knows I would. But if you were free today, tomorrow... Can even I believe that you would choose a dowerless girl, you who in your very confidence with her weigh everything by gain, or even if you should? Do I not know that regret would surely follow? I do. And I release you with a full heart for the love of him you once were. May you be happy in the life you have chosen. Spirit! Show me no more. Conduct me home. Why do you delight to torture me? One shadow more. No more. No more. I don't wish to see it. But the relentless ghost pinioned him in both arms and forced him to observe what happened next. They were in another scene in place, a room, not very large and handsome, but full of comfort and Christmas cheer. Near to the winter fire sat a mother and daughter, so alike in their loveliness that Scrooge caught his breath to think that the comely matron might once have called him husband, and that another such creature, quite as graceful and as full of promise as her daughter, might have called him father, and been a springtime in the haggard winter of his life. As he watched, a knocking was heard at the door, and such a rush ensued, the younger children just in time from play to greet the father who had arrived, laden with toys and Christmas presents. After the excitement quieted down, the master of the house sat by his own fireside, his daughter leaning fondly on him, and his wife close by, making a picture of contentment and domestic happiness. Scrooge could stand no more. Spirit, he cried, remove me from this place. I cannot bear it. Leave me, take me back, haunt me no longer. In his anguish, he wrestled with the spirit of Christmas past and yet found he was only struggling with a strange, unbroken light. 
He was conscious of being exhausted and drowsy and of being in his own bedroom with barely time to reel to bed before he sank into a heavy sleep. At the stroke of one, Scrooge awoke in the middle of a prodigiously tough snore and sat upright. He knew that the second messenger dispatched to him through Jacob Marley's intervention would shortly present itself, and he wished this time to challenge the spirit the moment of its appearance. However, no spirit came. Five minutes, ten minutes passed until the clocks proclaimed the hour, and he still sat alone. At last he began to think. Throughout the hour he had seen a ghostly light about the clock, and he wondered if in the adjoining room he would find its weird source. He had hardly moved when a strange voice called him by name and bade him enter. He obeyed. It was his own room. There was no doubt about that, but it had undergone a surprising transformation. The walls and ceiling were so hung with living green that it looked like a perfect grove from where every part of which glistened gleaming berries. It was as Christmassy a sight as old Scrooge had ever seen. Come in, come in and know me better, man. I am the ghost of Christmas present. Look upon me. Spirit, conduct me where you will. I went forth last night on compulsion, and I learned a lesson which is working now. Tonight, if you have aught to teach me, let me profit by it. Touch my robe. Come. Now what see you? I... I see gaiety and Christmas cheer everywhere. Stores lighted up and holly and mistletoe. That noise. Do you know whose house that is? Ah, yes. It is the humble home of my clerk, Bob Cratchit. Uh, look, spirit, how happy they are. The children dancing about the table while Mrs. Cratchit lays the feast before them. And who is that man who enters so merrily, carrying a tiny crippled lad on his shoulder? Uh, that, sir, is Bob Cratchit and his son, Tiny Tim. See the boy's little crutch and his helpless limbs supported by an iron frame? How tenderly his father holds him, spirit. Uh, tell me, t tell me, will Tiny Tim live? I see a vacant seat in the poor chimney corner and a crutch without an owner, carefully preserved. If these shadows remain unaltered by the future, the child will die. Oh, no, 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 kind spirit, say he will live to be spared. Why so, if he be like to die, he had better do it and decrease the surplus population. Man, if man you be in heart, will you decide what man shall live, what man shall die? It may be in the sight of heaven you are more worthless and less fit to live than millions like this poor man's child. Uh, tis truth you speak. Enough, we must go on. Hold my robe. What now, man? What see you? I, I see my nephew with his family. Hear how heartily he laughs and how they join him. What else? Well, uh, they joke, they joke about me. They drink to my health and happiness knowing I lack both. They laugh that I miss the dinner they offer, and yet, in truth, they seem to wish for my presence. You observe well. Uh, the games they play, I remember them. Uh, I'd almost like to join them in their sport. I leave you. My life upon this globe is very brief. Are spirits' lives so short? Mine ends tonight at midnight. Hark, the time is drawing near. I go, but another comes. I am in the presence of the ghost of Christmas yet to come. 
You are about to show me the shadows of the things that have not happened, but but will happen in the time before us. Is that so? Ghost of the future, I, I fear you more than any specter I have seen, but I know your purpose is to do me good. And as I hope to be another man from what I was, I'm prepared to bear you company and do it with a thankful heart. Will you not speak to me? Spirit, I, I hear voices. Uh, they're, they're men and women talking of one who is dead. They rejoice in his death and speak with cold dislike. Uh, they quarrel over his possessions, even the sheets from his bed and the curtains from his windows. Uh, they have, they have even taken the shirt from his dead body. Uh, spirit, spirit, is with water. I witness this. I see. I see that the case of this unhappy man might be my own. I beg you, let me see some tenderness connected with death that I may forget the horror of what I've just seen. I pray you, lead on. Acceding to Scrooge's wish, the ghost of Christmas yet to come conducted him for the second time to the house of his poor clerk and found Mrs. Cratchit and all the little Cratchits seated, still as statues around the fire. But Tiny Tim was nowhere in sight. As they watched, the door opened and Bob Cratchit entered wearily. They all greeted him, eager to bear him comfort, and gave him tea fresh from the hob. After a while, he placed his arm around the shoulders of his wife and, calling his children together, ascended the stairs to the room where Tiny Tim lay, cold and still in his little bed. I wish you could have seen how green a place it is where he will lay. It would have done you good, my dear, but you'll see it often. I promised him we would walk there on a Sunday. My little Tim, my little Tim. Don't be sorrowful, Robert. He is where all little angels go, and we must be gay and happy this Christmas, as he would have us. Of course we must. We must be closer than ever before, and happier. But however and whenever we part from one another, I am sure we shall none of us forget poor Tiny Tim, shall we? Or this first parting that there was among us? Never, Father. Never. And I know, my children, that when we recollect how patient and mild he was, though he was a little, little child, we shall not quarrel easily among ourselves and forget poor Tiny Tim in doing it. No, never, Father. I'm very happy, dear. For him. And for us all. A and I, too. This shall be a Merry Christmas. Once again, the silent ghost of Christmas yet to come beckons Scrooge to follow, first leading him past the window of his own counting house that he might look in. Scrooge hastened to see what the future held for him there, but saw nothing that he recognized. It was an office as before, but not his. Another had taken his place and sat at the desk which had been his for so many years. He bowed his head that he might erase the sight. The phantom beckoned him on, pointing as before, this time to an old churchyard overrun with grass and weeds, forgotten and untended. The spirit stood among the graves and pointed solemnly to one. Before I draw nearer to that stone to which you point, answer me one question. Are these the shadows of things that will be, or are they shadows of things that only may be? That's poor 
courses will foreshadow certain ends, no doubt. But if these courses be departed from, the ends will change. Say it thus, with what you show me, I, I beg you, say it. My name, tis my name that is carved in the stone. Am I the man whose death they welcomed over whose possessions they quarreled? No, no, spirit. Oh, no. Hear me. I am not the man I was. I will not be the man I must have been, but for this intervention. Why show me this if I am past all hope? Good spirit, your hand trembles. Your nature intercedes for me and pities me. Assure me that I may yet change these shadows that you have shown me. By an altered life, I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three shall strive within me. Oh, tell me that I may sponge away the writing on this stone. I beg you, tell me, I beg you. In his agony, old Scrooge caught the spectral hand. It sought to free itself, but he was strong in his entreaty and detained it. The spirit, stronger yet, repulsed him. Holding up his hands in a last prayer to have his fate reversed, he saw a sudden alteration in the phantom's hood and dress. It shrunk, collapsed, and dwindled until his hands clasped nothing but emptiness. The ghost of Christmas yet to come had left him. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all year. Oh, tell me that I may sponge away the writing on the stone. I beg you, tell me. I, I live. I am not dead. Oh, Jacob Marley, heaven and Christmas be praised for this. I say it on my knees, oh, Jacob, on my knees. I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm as light as a feather. I'm as happy as an angel. I'm merry as a schoolboy. Uh, a merry Christmas to everybody. A happy new year to all of the world. Uh, hello, hello. I don't know what day of the month it is. I don't know how long I've been among the spirits. I don't know anything. Uh, hello, my fine fellow. What, what day is it? It's Christmas Day, sir. Uh, Christmas Day. Hooray, hooray. I haven't missed it after all. The spirits have done it all in one night. Oh, heaven be praised. Heaven be praised. Marley. Oh, Jacob Marley, wherever you are, hear me. I know you're close by, so listen to my heart's desire. First, I shall send that fine prize turkey I saw hanging in the butcher's shop to Bob Cratchit. It's twice the size of Tiny Tim, and he shan't even know who sends it. And then I shall dress in my best, and after a visit to church, shall go on into the streets, if only to wish the passers-by a, a Merry Christmas. I shall give to all who need, and I shall pat the heads of the little children who come by. And, and, and finally... My walk will lead me to the home of my nephew. Ah, oh, bless my soul. How surprised they will be to have me sit at the table with them in happy fellowship. Then, Jacob Marley, dear Jacob Marley, I shall go my way to Bob Cratchit's home to partake of that splendid bird with them. Ah, oh, to whisper in Bob's ear that so long as I live, want shall not darken their door again. But, but, Marley, most of all, I shall go to bring the cheer of Christmas to Tiny Tim. 
So, dressing himself just as he had planned, he set out as light in heart as a boy, wishing all who passed him the merriest of Christmases. He went to church, questioned beggars, and patted all the little children on the head. Some people laughed to see the alteration in him, but he let them laugh and little heeded them, for he was wise enough to know that nothing ever happened on this globe for good at which some people did not have their fill of laughter at the outset. He had never dreamed that any walk, nay, that anything could give him such happiness. In the afternoon, he turned his steps first towards his nephew's home, where he went with affection and was received with happy welcome, arriving finally at the home of Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim. As he entered, they were all seated at the table, making ready to partake of the fine bird he had sent them. <laughs> oh, this is good. Turkey. 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 Can I have another slice of the turkey over there for one second, please? This is May I join you in your Christmas feast this Christmas day, Bob Cratchit? Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir, and welcome. Oh, please sit down, Mr. Scrooge. Please sit down. Scrooge, wonderful to have you here. A Merry Christmas to you and yours, Bob Cratchit. Well, thank you, Mr. Scrooge. And a Merry Christmas to you, Tiny Tim. A Merry Christmas to you, too. And God bless us, everyone. From all of us here at WICH, we hope that you have enjoyed our rendition of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Have a Merry Christmas. We get a lot of requests for that every year to play it around Christmas time. I hope you enjoyed it. Definitely one of the great Christmas stories of all time. There's been many Christmas movies that have copied the Scrooge image, but uh, that is the original for sure. And I hope you liked it. Stu Breyer with you on WICH on this December 22nd. This portion of our program, we will open up some lines, but let me take a a break and uh, we'll be right back. Hello, this is Dr. Jeremiah Lowney, president of the Norwich, Connecticut-based Haitian Health Foundation. Are you looking for a unique holiday gift for friends and loved ones? Consider purchasing a pregnant breeding goat for a poor family in Haiti. A tax-deductible donation of $150 will provide the priceless gift of self-support. The family is able to build a herd and sell the offspring to help pay for living expenses, food, and schooling for their children. We will send you a photo of the goat that you can share with your loved ones. Make your tax-deductible gift payable to HHF to the Haitian Health Foundation, 97 Sherman Street, Norwich, Connecticut, or call us at 860-886-4357. You can find us on the web at HaitianHealthFoundation.org. Thank you. Some of the voices you may recognize, Kevin Gordon uh, was uh, Cindy, uh, Cynthia Generous. What a talent she was. And Bill Reese, of course, uh, had an afternoon show here at WICH. Kevin Gordon, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. That was nice to hear that. Yeah, we had so much fun doing that many years ago. Mm-hmm. But where's all the Christmas music? It's coming up. Noon to I one, all, all Christmas music from noon to one. 
I hope so. Mm-hmm. Hey, the wife is in TJ Maxx, so she's probably going to be in there for a couple of hours. So I said, I got a little time to kill. I'll call Stu. A couple of hours. So where are you waiting in the car? Yes, me and the dog. <laughs> oh my God, really? <laughs> uh, a lot of guys can relate to that, my friend. You know. Well, you know, myself personally, I go into a store, I get what I want, and then I get out. Yeah, she'll go yeah. in. She'll go in there and pick up every single item. You know, it's amazing how many friends I've made by sitting outside the store on a chair when it's warm, you know, and the shopping is... Every every guy's doing the same thing. (laughs) Hey, Stu. um, Yeah. This this Zelensky guy from Ukraine, um, you know, I was listening to him a little bit yesterday uh, when he was giving his uh, talk to Congress. You know, he he doesn't... uh, He almost demands the $43 billion dollars. He's not just asking for it. It, it, it. He's demanding that. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you know what you what we could do with that forty three billion dollars in this country? We could feed people. We could clothe people. We could probably fill every oil tank in the United States. A lot of people are talking about that. I mean, there's certainly we want them to survive, and certainly we want them to win against the uh, the Putin. People, but uh, well, yeah. It's a tough I, I mean, one. I feel sorry for the people on this <clears throat> and that, but you know, who? When has anybody ever helped this country out? Well, this new bunch of uh, money that you're you're probably familiar with, uh, which has about four thousand pages in there, is really not much of protecting the American people from people invading over the border. But we could get into that. <laughs> yeah, but you know. You know my mom passed away two years ago from COVID, mm-hmm. and oh. I, I don't know if you're familiar with the FEMA program that they had. It was a reimbursement for uh, mm-hmm. funeral expenses. Yes. And they would pay up to uh, $9,000 towards your funeral. So I, I decided to apply for it, but I'm not going to get into it, but I was turned down. And when I hear things like this, $43 billion to give to, to whatever, boy, you know, it really burns my you-know-what. Yeah. So if people would couldn't know exactly what uh, some of that money is going to go to, they would be astounded. I mean, astounded. We, we give to all these other countries. We're, we're spending billions of dollars on taking care of these illegal immigrants. Uh, it's it, it's just out of control, and I don't know what the solution is. Well, the solution is patience, and uh, the solution is at the voting booth, I guess. Yeah, but we've been saying that for years and years and years, and it just seems to be getting worse. Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, Stu, you have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and uh, and what what kind of a dog do you have? He's a half poodle and half uh, Wheaton Terrier, so we call him a woodle. A woodle, okay. A woodle, yeah. But uh, he's our pride and joy. And he's sit, he's sitting right up here on the on the console, looking at everybody walking by. So, well, I hope you don't have to wait too long. I hope not, Stu. All right. All right. Well, you have a merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for checking in. Yeah. Bye bye. Guys waiting for their wives to finish the shopping. Does that sound familiar? Huh. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Susan. Oh, great Christmas, Carol. <laughs> Thanks. We you had fun. You should put it on a CD and market it. Well, not a CD. No CD, because that's only a voice. A DVD is actually a picture. Yeah. No, I have three. And I have to tell you, in 66, 
when Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol came on, that is the first time I learned that story. Really? From a cartoon. Mr. Magoo played Scrooge. No, I loved a, Mr. Magoo, yes. So I own that on DVD. You know I collect DVDs. I own George C. Scott Christmas Carol, which yep. is excellent. And then I own the Muppet Christmas Carol with Michael Caine. And you know, on a poll on the internet, guess what? Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol came first because of Michael Caine. But no kidding, why not? really? He's English. You know, I mean, and it's so realistic. It's just that they put Muppet characters here and there. So Michael Caine obviously played Scrooge. Oh, yeah. He was the only non Muppet. Oh, excellent, excellent, and there's a lot of singing in it, because, you know, the Muppet Show always had singing. Excellent. If anybody ever sees that out and about, Walmart or somewhere, you should really grab it, because it's grown up, but still kid stuff in it. Well, the Muppets were for everybody. Everybody watched the Muppets. I think they were the 80s, right? You love the Muppets. Everybody loved Muppets. Yeah, yeah, and that. And, you know... The only thing I have to say about the the darn Ukraine thing and more money, more money, you know, if you wanted an alcoholic to stop drinking, you take away the booze, send him to AAA. You want a drug addict to stop drugs, you take away the drugs and send him to some dry out or whatever they call them places. If we want war to stop, stop giving them all of the whatever to keep it going. I mean, it's crazy. Well, it's, you know, there's a lot of uh, feelings and emotions about that, Susan. You know, innocent people are getting slaughtered, so... Yeah. Well, you know that John Lennon song, And So This Is Christmas, What Have You Done? Mm -hmm. And I think it says war is over in it. Well, we'd love that to be. I would like to hear that one on your oldie hour. Okay, I'll play it. Thank you. Okay, thank you. See you later. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Sue. Hi, Joey. What's up? Oh, Magoo. You've done it again. Mr. George Backus. He was the the voice of... uh, Oh, Mr. Magoo. Oh, yeah, George Backus. Uh, George was Backus, Mr. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Magoo. Sue, he, was, he was the millionaire mm-hmm. on Gilligan's Own. You, 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 oh, I still miss Dawn Wells. Marianne was my favorite. And you interviewed her from via California, mm-hmm. I don't know, about three or four years ago, Stu, on your radio station. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun to do that. Yeah, remember? Yeah, and the only two who were left was uh, Marianne was in Cal, and... Uh, and, and, and the movie star, uh, Tina Louise, I think her name was. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, she was uh, the she was the uh, the movie star, the professor. Yeah. Hey, George Backus, still you did great on that. I I, I listened to your uh, your Steuben Breyer uh, <laughs> uh, life stars and the rich and famous. You sound like Robin Leach a little bit, but you're incredible, man. You should have been a cartoonist. You would have been Schwartzman, Peanuts. I'm watching shows and I'm watching. You know, Peanuts, $35,000. She had one little comic uh, strip thing. Impeccable. $35,000, dude. Where are we? I got to go up to WICH and learn, sign up, and be a. Yeah, uh, let's do right. No, I'm kidding. Hey, listen, man. Merry Christmas Merry to you Christmas and your to family. You. All right, you take care of yourself. Thank you. I am, Stu. I love you, man. Later. All right, later. 
Later, 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 alligator. Uh, Stu Breyer with you at WICH. We'll get to the weather, but I want to tell you about um, a holiday dinner this Sunday, Christmas Day, from 12 to 3 at the Fire Department Hall, 5 Tyler Drive in Franklin. Right? That's this Sunday, 12 to 3 at the Fire Department Hall, 5 Tyler Drive in Franklin. Serving turkey, ham, mashed potatoes, stuffing, mac and cheese, salad, and veggies. So you want to know what the catch is? There isn't. Everyone is invited to join. They would love to have individuals that don't have family or families in the area and those who don't necessarily want or do not want to spend the holiday alone or just want to enjoy a meal with them. So you're welcome. There's a welcome mat out for you. Adults and children are all welcome. There'll be no charge for dinner for anyone. All that they ask is if you can, or if you wish to, is a donation that will be given to the Tunnel to Towers organization. All right? No gift is too small, but is not required. That's something special. So we'll be reminding you that a few more times uh, today. We'll be right back. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you wonder if it's okay to treat a headache by yourself? I'll be back with some ways to determine how to handle this situation. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. There are several types of headaches not due to any underlying cause that you may treat yourself. These include a migraine headache, as long as it's been previously diagnosed by a doctor, a tension headache, or a cluster headache. Ask your pharmacist to help you choose an over-the-counter product to treat these types of headaches. But always see a physician if your headache was preceded by a blow to the head, if your headache is brought on by exertion or exercise, or if you think your headache might stem from a sinus infection. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Imagine this. You turn on the TV news and the weather folks are predicting heavy thunderstorms, high winds, and possible power outages. They say that some areas could be without electricity for days. Think about it. How would the loss of power impact your family or your business? What if the power really was out for days? System powering down. Wow, that's what it really sounds like when the power goes out. Will you be ready when the storms hit your town? Hi, this is Shelly. I'm here to remind you to have your generators serviced and ready to go ahead of the storms. At Hall Communications, we use ACDC Electric. They are the largest generator dealer in eastern Connecticut and western Rhode Island. They have the most techs on the road with the best training available. They have the largest inventory of parts in stock, and they won't leave you in the dark. Visit acdcindustrial.com online or call Charlie at 
866-886-ACDC. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. Family is everything. This is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam, and Willimantic is here for your entire family, every generation. From pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between, wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses, at our health centers or via telehealth with Generations, you have found a health care home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today, 860-885-1308 to make a medical appointment. New patients of all ages are welcome. That's genhealth.org or 860-885-1308. Generations Family Health Center, where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. Tina Schmidt, the Eastern Connecticut Savings Family, extends our very best wishes to you and yours for a safe, healthy, and joyful holiday season. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, and a safe and healthy New Year. Soon we get a couple of calls, and welcome to the program. Uh, yes, could I utilize uh, Swap Shop? I'll make it quick. Sure, go ahead. Okay, I have one 14-foot fiberglass ladder I'd like to get rid of, a gas-powered string trimmer, a tow-behind lawn trailer for a, tra- that, for a tractor tows it, tow-behind lawn roller behind the tractor, a snow roller that you could start it with a recall or electric start, and uh, a lawn sweeper that you tow behind the tractor. I have a specific price, but I just want to get the items out of the house. I have no use for them. No reasonable offer re- refused. My area code now, which is 860-949-8119. My best wishes to you and your family for your holidays and to all the people in the listening area, my friends. Have a good holiday, whatever type, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, et cetera. Oh, you you too, my friend. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck to you. Sure. That number is 949-8119. Welcome to the program. Hi. Yes, hello. Hello there. I know I ask you every year, but I wonder if you could find the um, version of Silent Night that Simon and Garfunkel did. Oh, that's the one where they have the uh, the news break come right, in. The, yeah, the clock news or something like that. And <clears throat> I'll do my best for you. Even though it's it was from a long time ago, it still seems to be mm-hmm. oh, relevant yeah. now. News doesn't change much. Right, right. right. That's a real nice version of it. Thank you for that reminding me. I'll see. If, right. I'll check it out for you. Thank okay. you. Well, let's uh, see if we can find that Simon and Garfunkel. Boy, do they sing. Sweet together. Um, I guess we're getting close to news time. Let me uh, take a short break. Who are the Christmas villains? You mean like Ebenezer Scrooge? Or the Grinch? Or even old Mr. Potter in It's a Wonderful Life? Have you ever noticed that our Christmas classics so often tell the story of the villain becoming the hero? Like with the Grinch and Scrooge? Now why do you suppose that is a message for Christmas? Hi, I'm David Roseland, pastor teacher at Preston City Bible Church in Preston, Connecticut, where we always study God's word. We always spend time together in prayer 
prayer. We always sing God's praises together, and every meeting is a celebration of our Savior's birth. For God the Son was born in the flesh of mankind to save us from our sins by dying on the cross, and when he rose from the dead to give us eternal life. It turns out that the redemption of the Christmas villain is about all of us. We are sinners who need a Savior, and Jesus Christ, born of the Virgin, took our sins on himself at the cross. You can find us, this message of redemption, and more at 293 Route 164 in Preston, or online at PrestonCityBible.org. Have a very Merry Christmas. From our family to yours. WICH, uh, good morning. Hey, good morning, Stu. I have no, you've been just on. Sorry, Joe. Hi, WICH, good morning. Morning, Stu. Hi there. Uh, I have two things for free. Okay. Okay. The first thing free is I have a indu- uh, cowl induction hood scoop. It's free. It's, it's perfectly good. Mm-hmm. I just can't, don't need it anymore. Also, I have a set of four regular hubcaps for a 1971 Oldsmobile. They're 50, for a 15-inch wheel. Now, it looks like whoever bought the car took them off when they got it home and put reg, uh, some kind of rims on it. These are like showroom condition. They're free. I just don't want to send them to the junkyard. Okay, buddy. What's your phone number? Uh, 860-908-7454. Mm-hmm. 908-7454. And uh, you want to give those away? I want them all. Give them away. All right, sir. Thank you much, and have a good holiday. You too. Have a wonderful <laughs> holiday. All righty. We are uh, out of time for this portion of our program. Lunchtime Oldies, we're going to play all Christmas songs and take some of your Christmas song requests. I'll do my best. We have a lot of them. Hope we can find most of them for you. In the meantime, there's news. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on FM2 now, 94.5 W233 in Norwich. Catch us on 1310 AM, 94.5 FM. It is now noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Heavy snow, ice, flooding, and powerful winds from Thursday to Saturday. In the forecast for a broad swath of the country, from the plains and Midwest to the East Coast, a surge of Arctic air will be following. The Christmas weekend could be the coldest in decades. Meteorologist Ashton Robinson Cook at the National Weather Service says a quick drop in atmospheric pressure is setting the stage for a bombed cycle to develop today, creating hazardous weather for much of the country. Very strong Arctic front that's making its way through the center of the country right now. And that front is going to sweep eastward through most of the eastern part of the country. And we're also expecting a a bombogenesis or a a very strong low pressure to develop near the Great Lakes that will cause winds to increase, snowfall rates will increase, so there will be blizzard conditions in the Great Lakes and portions of the Midwest. Southwest already canceling 500 of its 4,000 scheduled flights for today and Friday. Also at townhall.com, Sam Bankman-Fried, former boss of the failed cryptocurrency exchange FTX, is 
Now in New York from the Bahamas, he'll be facing some fraud charges. Sam Bankman-Fried is accused of committing what prosecutors in New York say is one of the biggest financial frauds in U.S. history. He's denied the allegations. According to his defense lawyer in the Bahamas, the 30-year-old agreed to his extradition. Federal prosecutors say two of Mr. Bankman-Fried's closest colleagues have pleaded guilty to fraud and will now be cooperating with their investigation into the collapse of FTX. BBC correspondent Peter Bowes reporting. Stocks lower on Wall Street. The Dow off 493 points. The Nasdaq down 303. More at townhall.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-279-7495. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-279-7495 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-279-7495. What do you have to lose? Call 800-279-7495. Again, 800-279-7495. Eight months after it took over the Ukrainian city of Mariupol, Russia erasing all traces of Ukrainian identity there. Throughout the port city of Mariupol, Russian workers are tearing down bombed-out buildings, hauling away shattered bodies with the debris, as well as eradicating all evidence of war crimes within the buildings. Russia is getting rid of all vestiges of Ukraine in the city itself. Phone and television networks are now Russian. Mariupol is now in Moscow's time zone, and the Ukrainian currency is slowly dying out. Despite their efforts, Mariupol residents know all too well that the Russians are building on a city of death, with over 10,000 new graves scarring the war-torn city. I'm Karen Chalas. India has begun randomly testing international passengers arriving at its airports for COVID, citing an increase in cases in neighboring China, India currently with about 3,400 active coronavirus cases. Breaking news at townhall.com. More and more Americans are dying of drug overdoses. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says in 2021, nearly 107,000 U.S. residents died of drug overdoses. To be exact, 106,699 people. That's nearly 16% higher than the previous year. Overall, more than 3.4 million Americans died last year. That's 80,000 more people than the year before. And drug overdoses are included in the category of accidental injuries, which were the fourth leading cause of death after heart disease, cancer, and COVID-19. I'm Donna Water. The U.S. Senate has confirmed six long-waiting nominees by President Biden to the board of the nation's largest public utility. Establishing a new majority with Biden's picks, the Tennessee Valley Authority said the Senate has confirmed the six by unanimous consent. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Stu Bry with your WICH, a special edition of our Lunchtime Oldies. We're going to play the cream, the, the cream, great Christmas songs. You can request some if you like. Certainly we'll try to get them in for you. Started off with the Eagles. Please come home for Christmas. 
everything right, including a very, very popular Christmas song. Please come home for Christmas. Eight minutes uh, afternoon. Stu Breyer with you. It's uh, an all-request Christmas song request this hour at 889-5252. This is uh, White Christmas by the Drifters, recorded it so many years ago, but it it was uh, featured in the popular Home Alone movie. Christmas with 
the Christmas card I write. May your days, may your days, may your days be merry and bright. doo-wop version of White Christmas. WICH weather, there's a wind advisory statewide from tonight to Friday night. Coastal flood warning has been issued in effect Friday 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Meteorologist Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Early Morning Forecast Center says becoming overcast today, breezy. Precipitation could start briefly as a wintry mix inland through the afternoon hours. Otherwise expect rain, high 46. Tonight rain becomes steady and heavier. Should be an odd night. The wind intensifies, too. Temperatures will actually rise into the lower 50s. Friday, there's a bunch of weather. Cloudy and wet and windy. Scattered showers through midday. Wind gusts reach 50 to 60 miles per hour. Temperatures peak in the mid to upper 50s. Plummet behind the Arctic cold front. It is possible that before ending rain could switch to snow late in the afternoon. Any accumulation would be very little, if at all. A flash freeze is possible as residual moisture on what will be untreated surfaces will become slick and temperatures drop into the 20s. Saturday, Christmas Eve day, becoming partly to mostly sunny but very cold, high 27. And uh, Sunday, mostly sunny, continued cold, high 29 with a big wind chill factor. So there it is, the weather update. Currently, our temperature is just hanging out at 40 degrees. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight guaranteed. Only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings. Also, stop smoking with Mark Patrick Seminars. No matter how many times you've tried to quit, this hypnosis is designed to destroy your desire to smoke without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. That's right. Weight Loss Seminar, Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight Loss Seminar at 11 a.m. Registration, 10.30 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 2 p.m. Registration, 1.30 p.m. Sign up at MarkPatrickSeminars.com. 
Be prepared this winter. Johnson's Hardware Rental Repair has what you need to keep your home warm. Their 40-pound premium wood pellet fuel is 100% pure wood, no additives or binders, high heat output, and very low ash. One ton replaces 120 gallons of home heating oil with a pallet price of just $345. Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair will help you stay toasty on those freezing winter days. Also, check out their wide variety of space heaters at great prices. Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair is your one-stop emergency storm center from salt to shovels and equipment repair. Do you have pets? Don't forget the pet safe ice melt. Johnson's lowest prices and fast service are what you can count on. Do you hate shoveling snow? Check out their full lineup of Toro, Husqvarna, and Aaron snowblowers. They can have you ready before the next snow falls. Visit Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair, 44 Hill Road in Groton, or visit them on the web at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll end there. Playing your Christmas song requests. Just about everybody knows the song Santa Baby. It's been sung by so many singers, but who was the first one to sing Santa Baby? And to my, in my opinion, the best version of it, too. Here's Eartha Kitt. Flirting with Mr. Claus. Just slip a sable under the tree for me Been an awful good girl, Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue Dear Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Next year I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. Santa baby, I want a yacht and really that's not a lot. Been an angel all year, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa honey, one little thing I really need, the deed, to a platinum mine, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa cutie, and fill my stocking with a duplex and checks. Sign your ex on the line, Santa cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Come and trim my Christmas tree with some decorations bought at Tiffany. I really do 
Believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me. Santa baby forgot to mention one little thing. A ring. I don't mean on the phone, Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry. Hey, save some stuff for us. Tonight. Eartha Kitt, Stu's Lunchtime Break at WICH. A listener wanted to hear Oh Holy Night by someone, anyone. And I have a choice of about 50 different ones. I thought it might be uh, sweet to hear the Carpenter's version.
going to try to play another full vocal of that song, Oh Holy Night, because it's such a very special song. We'll see if we can get to that. Who are the Christmas villains? You mean like Ebenezer Scrooge? Or the Grinch? Or even old Mr. Potter in It's a Wonderful Life? Have you ever noticed that our Christmas classics so often tell the story of the villain becoming the hero? Like with the Grinch and Scrooge? Now why do you suppose that is a message for Christmas? Hi, I'm David Roseland, pastor teacher at Preston City Bible Church in Preston, Connecticut, where we always study God's Word. We always spend time together in prayer. We always sing God's praises together. And every meeting is a celebration of our Savior's birth. For God the Son was born in the flesh of mankind to save us from our sins by dying on the cross and when he rose from the dead to give us eternal life. It turns out that the redemption of the Christmas villain is about all of us. We are sinners who need a savior and Jesus Christ, born of the virgin, took our sins on himself at the cross. You can find us, this message of redemption and more at 293 Route 164 in Preston or online at PrestonCityBible.org Have a very Merry Christmas from our family to yours. This is Tina Schmidt. The Eastern Connecticut Savings Family extends our very best wishes to you and yours for a safe, healthy, and joyful holiday season. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, and a safe and healthy New Year. Santa Claus is coming to town. That's an interesting song because he knows when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows if you've been naughty. Sheesh. Little Snoopy. Anyway, we all kept it in good taste. Didn't get paranoid about it. Here's a M- Matina McBride. Better not, better not pout. Don't even look like you're pouting. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout, I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town He's making a list and checking it twice Gonna find out who's naughty or nice Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're You better not cry 
Listeners asked for a very interesting song by Simon and Garfunkel. It's called uh, Silent Night, 7 O'Clock News. It was one of their very first albums. It's a very interesting cut, and we're going to play it uh, for one of our listeners that wanted to hear it, and I I think you will enjoy it as well. It's uh, Silent Night, 7 O'Clock News, Simon and Garfunkel. very unusual because when you first hear that you think well there's something wrong and then you realize they're trying to send a message there they're singing that song the beautiful silent night song but reminding us that we really need uh, to work for peace and that was a long time ago when that was recorded and uh, I think we're still working on it but it was very interesting and a listener wanted to hear it I was glad I could find it for a Lots of Christmas requests coming in. I'll try to get into as many as I possibly can so you can hear your favorite. Now, Simon and Garfunkel together really were terrific harmonizing with each other. And here they are singing God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. No tricks here. It's just Simon and Garfunkel singing one of the uh, great Christmas songs. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. 
Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy Oh, tidings of comfort and joy God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. This is not a gimmick, this next one. Uh, in 1955, someone with a bunch of trained dogs actually taught their dogs to uh, bark to jingle bells. So here are the singing dogs. The actual recording from 1955. I don't know if the dogs are still getting royalties, but here they are. from listeners who wonder if we're going to play the uh, WICH version of A Christmas Carol again, and uh, we will if you want to write down these uh, times so you don't miss it. Uh, tomorrow at noon we'll be airing the WICH Christmas Carol. Saturday at 10, 
and Sunday at noon. So you'll have uh, chances to hear it if you didn't get to hear it on my show at 11. Uh, we'll take some more of your requests for Christmas songs. Andy Williams used to have the best Christmas special shows. Remember? I don't know. Maybe they have some reruns this year. Here's his big Christmas song. It's the most wonderful time of the Kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the For toasting and caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories And tales of the glories Of Christmases long, long ago It's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing And hearts will be glowing When loved ones are near It's the most wonderful Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Yes, the most wonderful time. had so many great Christmas specials and of course that song Most Wonderful Time of the Year 40 uh, degrees right now at (coughs) WICH kind of the lull before the storm we have an old tape recorder of me and my sister singing this song back in the 50s when it first came out everybody said oh Gene Autry wrote it he did not write that song but he was the first one to have a big hit with it came out in 1949. It was written by a guy named Richard Marks. And that was when Rudolph premiered. There was no Rudolph before 1949. Here's the original. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Dahmer and Blitzen But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Had 
had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it You would even say it glows All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join in any reindeer games Then one foggy Christmas Eve Santa came to say Rudolph with your nose so bright Won't you guide my sleigh tonight Then how the reindeer loved him As they shouted out with glee Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer You'll go down in history almost fell out of his horse that was such a big seller and still to this day people are buying that record Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry do you know he had two other Christmas hits one of them he wrote I'm sure you remember this one so let's play it for you this was written by Gene Autry Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Dixon and Blixon and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Hear those sleigh bells jingle, jangle, oh, what a beautiful sight. So jump in bed and cover your head, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. 
comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He doesn't care if you're rich or poor, he loves you just the same. Santa Claus knows we're all God's children, that makes everything right. So fill your hearts with Christmas cheer, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He'll come around when chimes ring out that it's Christmas morn again. Peace on earth will come to all if we just follow the light. So let's give thanks to the Lord above, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Vixen and Blixen and all his reindeers pulling on the rain. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. Hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Gene Autry wrote that. He had one more Christmas song that did very well, and I'll play a little bit of it for you, and then we'll get to Dominic the Donkey. This is called If It Doesn't Snow on Christmas. Gene Autry. Them to the girls and boys, Santa's just as nice as he can be. There's just one little thing that worries me. If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how is Santa gonna use his sleigh? In case of rain, will there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how will Santa get around to us? If he breaks down on his way to town, will they let him use a bus? I've sent him a nice long letter, and I hope it's not in vain. I'd really feel much better if I knew he could fly a plane. People say he has eight reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here. But how'll he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year? Snow on Christmas, how is Santa gonna use his sleigh? In case of rain, will there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how will Santa get around to us? If he breaks down on his way to town, will they let him use a bus? I've sent him a nice long letter, and I hope it's not in vain. I'd really feel much better if I knew he could fly a plane. People say he has eight reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here. But how he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year? Well, we had a cardboard fireplace, so I figured uh, 
how is Santa going to get down a fireplace when it's, you know, cardboard? So I would leave the window open, and usually I got for Christmas was a cold, but, uh, you know, you've got to be innovative with these things. We did have a cardboard fireplace with cardboard fire. Hey, I don't know if you'd call this next song a Christmas classic, but I sure get a lot of calls for it. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic. The cutest little donkey, you never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La la la, la 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 la. around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the Mayor's Derby on top of Dominic's head. A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity-jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La, 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 la. Children sing and clap their hands And Dominic starts to dance They talk Italian to him And he even understands Kumaras and Kumbaras Do they dance a darandel When Sandra comes to town And brings Ujucharil Hey, jingity-jing It's Dominic the donkey Jingity-jing The Italian Christmas donkey La, la, la La, 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 la Well, it's not a white Christmas, but it's a lot of fun. Lou Monte, uh, I bet you he didn't dream that was going to be a popular Christmas song, but it has become. Merry Christmas and a ho, ho, ho. I want all of you to know at Old Time Restaurant, when you eat, you'll get a meal that can't be beat. Yes, folks, Christmas at Old Time. Gift cards, catering, great food. Merry Christmas. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. And, of course, it's going to be Christmas music, so uh, enjoy it all weekend long on WICH, AM, and FM. 
Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband. He lost weight. More important, cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend went, and she lost 20 pounds in the first two months. So does Mark Patrick hypnosis work? Oh yeah, it works. Nothing has changed my life more. Well, except maybe my husband. He's so proud of me. Makes me cry. What are you waiting for? Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed for only $49.99. That's right. Weight Loss Seminars, Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn in Preston at 11 a.m. Registration, 10.30 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 2 p.m. Registration, 1.30 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. Every Christmas time, when we were kids in school, we used to uh, bring in Christmas seals and trade them. Remember those? I guess I know they're as popular as they were, but they were darn nice and pretty. And then we always had that Christmas candy. It's the hard candy Christmas. It was like ribbony. I guess we all had that from time to time. It's still around. Here's Dolly.
Dolly Parton, I think she had a Christmas special. I missed it, but uh, I'm sure it was good if Dolly was a part of it. Six to one, trying to get through a, a lot of your Christmas uh, song requests here. This uh, reminds me of when you were a kid and your, your parents tell you, you know, Santa can't get you everything. And you're thinking, well, gee, how come? What if you wanted a hippopotamus? <laughs> Thank you. They're applauding. Uh, not a good stocking stuffer, though, for those who want a hippopotamus. Here's Doc Sarenson. Remember him from The uh, Tonight Show? December 22nd, Stu's Lunchtime Break Christmas Music.
dancing? That's a familiar song. It's the dance of the sugar plum fairies. Right? There you go. For those of you who guessed it, congratulations. You get a pat on the back. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, and we're on FM 2 94.5, W233 DB. It's coming up to 1 o'clock and hang out next hour, you and I. Phone calls, music, fun. It's 1 o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. This Christmas weekend could be the coldest in decades. And the massive winter storm also causing big headaches for airport officials. Traveler Veronica Wyman in SeaTac, Washington, says she's frustrated by the cancellations at the airport. Tired, stressed, hungry, just hopeless, honestly. Today alone, just over 1,700 flights have been canceled nationwide. More than 800 flights already canceled for Friday. Chicago's O'Hare International leads the way. President Biden received a briefing from FEMA and the National Weather Service about the winter storm that's promising heavy snow, ice, flooding, and powerful winds across a broad swath of the country. The president says this is a dangerous and threatening storm system. This is really a very serious uh, weather alert here. And it goes from Oklahoma all the way to uh, Wyoming and Wyoming to Maine. And it's a real consequence. Also at townhall.com, the U.S. economy grew at an unexpectedly strong pace from July to October. Consumers shrugged off rampant inflation and rising interest rates in the third quarter. The government reports that the U.S. GDP returned to growth at a rate of 3.2 percent. That's an upgrade from earlier Commerce Department estimates of around 2.9. The numbers were driven by strong exports and healthy consumer spending. Despite the rosy numbers, economists are forecasting slower growth looking ahead under the pressure of higher interest rates engineered by the federal Reserve to combat inflation. Jennifer King, Washington. The stocks are lower on Wall Street, giving back a good chunk of the gains they made a day earlier. Their early losses putting most major U.S. indexes back in the red for the week. The Dow is down 688 points. The Nasdaq 363 lower. More at townhall.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code S-A-L-E-M. Use code SALEM for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. South Korea is showing it can go one better than North Korea in a battle over photographs taken by orbiting satellites. Earlier this week, North Korea released a grainy black and white image of the South Korean capital Seoul. Not to be outdone, South Korea has now published a high-resolution color photograph of the North Korean capital Pyongyang. Some experts mocked the poor quality of the North Korean picture 
to which the sister of the North's leader, Kim Jong-un, responded by likening the critics to chattering sparrows. This seems like a game of one-upmanship, but the contrasting images do appear to show the technological gulf between the two Koreas. BBC correspondent Michael Bristow, Japan, adopting a plan to extend the life spent of uh, nuclear reactors, replacing the old ones, even building new ones. A major shift in the country scarred by the Fukushima disaster that once planned to phase out atomic power. Breaking news at townhall.com. A new way of powering a car being tested by Porsche. The automaker is testing a fuel created out of air and wind. Fox News reports highly innovative fuels developed the essentially net-zero fuel comprised of air and wind at a wind-powered plant in Chile. A Porsche spokesperson said they recently filled up a vehicle with the fuel and they believe it can be used in almost any car that runs on gas. But here's the sticking point. It's going to cost you $45 a gallon. The company says the price will drop to a mere $8 a gallon by 2026. Tasha Stevens reporting. The German government says it has nationalized energy company Uniper after the European Union gave its blessing for it to rescue the gas supplier. The government announced its plans to nationalize Uniper in September, expanding state intervention in the energy sector to prevent a shortage resulting from Russia's war in Ukraine. More of these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Fasten your seatbelt. We're going on a sleigh ride. Okay, that's the news. And now here's the WICH weather. According to meteorologist Scott Haney. Tonight becoming overcast, breezy. Precipitation could start with a wintry mix inland through the afternoon hours. Expect rain, high 46, and tonight, rain becomes steady and heavier. The wind intensifies, too. Temperatures will actually rise into the lower 50s. Friday, cloudy, wet, and windy. Scattered showers through midday. Wind gusts uh, 50 to 60 miles per hour. Temperatures peak in the mid to upper 50s, then plummet behind an Arctic cold front. It's possible that before ending, rain could switch to snow late in the afternoon, very minor. A flash freeze is possible as residual moisture on what will be untreated surfaces will become slick as temperatures drop into the 20s. Now Saturday, Christmas Eve day, a blast of cold air. Partly to mostly sunny. That's the bonus. High 27. Wind chill near zero. Single digits in the afternoon wind chill. Sunday, Christmas day, mostly sunny, continued cold, breezy. High 29 with a wind chill in the teens. Hope you got a winter coat for Christmas. You can try it out. So that's the scoop. We'll keep you updated on WICHAM and FM throughout the weekend. And hopefully it'll be a safe, uh, comfortable weekend for you. Community holiday dinner is going to be this Sunday. It's free, everybody. Christmas Day from 12 to 3 at the Fire Department Hall, 5 Tyler Drive in Franklin. They'll serve turkey, ham, mashed potatoes, stuffing, mac and cheese, salad, and veggies. Everybody's invited to join. They'd love to have individuals that don't have family or families in the area that um, are having some difficulty, you know, know, affording a lot of the things of Christmas, and they don't want to spend the holiday alone. Everybody's welcome. Everybody is welcome. Adults and children are all welcome. 
There'll be no charge for dinner for anyone. They ask if you can, if you wish to, a donation that will be given to the Tunnel to Towers organization. No gift is too small. It's not required. What a genuine reach out for a lot of people there are going to have a wonderful holiday dinner on Sunday. That's 12 to 3. The number is 860-889-5252. If you'd like to join us on any subject, anybody want to sing a Christmas carol or two, we're, we're up for anything this hour. Life right now is full of samples. Carpet samples, tile, and hardwood. First I like this one, then I change my mind. I spend all night looking at these. I love having choices, but I think I need a little help. We'll give you plenty of choices, and we'll also help you find the right flooring. Clough Carpet, one floor and home. Clough for all of your flooring needs, not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything they sell. And they stand behind their floors with the Carpet One Beautiful Guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. One of the reasons why Clough has been voted Best Flooring Company by Reader's Choice for three years in a row. Financing available for qualified buyers. Family owned since 1972. Across from DJs on Crossroads and Waterford and at CloughCarpet1Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home, the one-stop shop for your perfect floor. Family is everything. This is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam, and Willimantic is here for your entire family, every generation. From pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between, wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses, at our health centers or via telehealth with Generations, you have found a health care home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today 860-885-1308 to make a medical appointment. New patients of all ages are welcome. That's genhealth.org or 860-885-1308. Generations Family Health Center, where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. Hello, this is Charlie from ACDC Industrial Electric. Here at ACDC, we just want to wish everybody a very happy and Merry Christmas and a safe New Year. WICH, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Hey, hi. Hey, the dog and I are sitting out here in the car. Guess who just got in the car? The wife. Oh, really? Did she have any packages with her? Yes, I did. Yes, she did. Oh, that's wonderful. Your your husband is a very patient man. Yes, he is. You got a real gift there with that guy. I know, I do. Hey. Have a Merry Christmas, Stu. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, hey, Stu, one other thing. Yes. While I was sitting here waiting for the little woman, you know these handicapped parking spots? Yeah. You'd never realize how many people cheat. Oh, that's pathetic. They, they they pull into the spot. I, I, was, I was watching them. They pull into the spot, and usually they put that little tag on, on the uh, on the um, yeah. visor, you know? Mm-hmm. No tag, and they get out of the car, and they're practically running to the store. I, I don't think that's very handicapped yeah, the, to you. Oh, uh, the Christmas spirit, boo. <laughs> I know, I know. <clears throat> All right, buddy, you have a good hey, afternoon. Hey, your, what's your dog's name? Uh, Daisy. Hey, Daisy, what's cooking? 
Say hi, Dave. I, I told you during during the oldies hour uh, there you were I playing know, she the, was barking. Uh, the dog jingle. Yeah. And the dog just perked right up. <laughs> you guys looking all over the place for those dogs that were barking. Oh. That's so cute. Well, I, I hope one of those gifts is for you. I, she won't let me look in the bag. Can't look in the bag. All right. She won't let me look in the bag now. No, TJ Maxx has good deals. TJ Maxx has good deals, she says. All right. Listen, you guys have a great holiday. You're, you got a great sense of humor. Thanks. All right. You enjoy that day, too. too. All right. Take Bye-bye. care. Hi. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Stu. How are you feeling? Hey, I'm feeling okay. Thanks. Yeah, I want to wish you and your your wife and all your family a very happy Merry Christmas. And you guys, you, you totally threw me off yesterday. I didn't hear beforehand that you were going to play a basketball game. So I was pulling my hair out thinking I had that station in between oh, you. Yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> and I, I didn't know you were going to have it. I couldn't get anything for so long. It was very. It's very unusual. I, I did announce it a little bit, but it was unusual. It was a morning game. I think it's the only one this year. Oh, okay. And also, you know, I, I love all the callers, and I want to wish them all a very Merry Christmas and good health and peace. And you know what? Right. My little, my very favorite one is Helen, the one, the French lady. Oh, Helen, yeah. She called earlier today. Yeah, she didn't sound too good. No, she um, was a little grinchy, but maybe she's feeling better now, hopefully. Well, I hope so. But she, you know, she's <clears throat> just like my grandmother that I hardly got to know which was also a, a French woman, and she has her accent like her. She talks like her, and she laughs like her. It's unbelievable. Well, I love great. her so much. She's so cute. And she, uh, she from France? Uh, my grandmother, I wasn't from France. Oh, she but talks I, uh, like her, yeah. She was French, yeah. had some, a lot of French. <clears throat> oh, okay, I gotcha. She was ashamed to admit the, the, the Native American part of us back then. Really? You know, it oh. was a shameful thing, like being African American in the old days, remember? Well, it's certainly nothing to be ashamed of. Right, but now it's accepted, and so, yeah, but uh, so we, she more or less, you know, my grandmother was more into her roots of the French part, because she didn't want to tell anybody about the Native American blood, but, yeah, but the Helens are just like her, she's just like a, unbelievable, she sounds just like my grandmother, That's that great. passed way back. Well, it's good to hear from you, are you going to just hang around this Christmas, or are you doing any traveling, or... Well, I don't have any family, so it's kind of sad. I got one friend that he's an older man, a Vietnam vet, and uh, we we usually spend it together. And I'm so happy that you mentioned that that place because we didn't have anywhere to go, and I didn't feel like <clears throat> cooking because I really been tuckered out with some things going on. So oh, good. I might take that offer up greatly, and I'd love to give them a donation because I think that's beautiful. It is that beautiful. They're going to do that at the Franklin um, Firehouse. Firehouse, twelve to three. And uh, no no strings attached. Just go in and have a great meal. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. God bless them. All right. Thank you, Stu, for all you do and all the advertisements about right. these things going on. Thank you. Have, you? A, have a wonderful weekend. You do the same. Take care Thank now. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. I got fourth quarter, right? Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Hey, Stu, that girl... I was thinking you had a dog and his name was Mickey and and we had a Mickey and my oldest brother Mickey and Nam we talked about that um yeah I just can't believe uh I wanted so bad I was reaching I was spinning the dial still 
94.5 on the FM dial. Mm-hmm. And I said, please, can you play? If I could ask Stu Barr one thing for Christmas, what instrument would Stu Barr play? And I, I'll bet my bottom dollar, Stu, you're a drummer. So I wanted to hear uh, Bob Seger. And you played it last year, and you ran it out on your show. If you really want to hear a heart spoken singing with Bob Seger and Little Drummer Boy, you do me a favor, Stu. Call me out today and bring in the kids, and you have a good weekend, Why? man. Happy, uh, Merry Christmas. Why are you upset, Joey? What is it? I am. I'm bummed out, dude, because I, you know what, Stu? It's that time of year, and, you know, I've been living here a long, long time, Stu. I can look up. I'm looking out my briar window right now, and I see your antennas only two because of the the way the, uh, uh, the countryside is. And thing is, though, and I look every night, man. I look up there and I see those towers, and I think, and I'll miss my sister, particularly like you got your sister Judy. You go to Boston, hey, two hours in Boston, two hours from here, George. I'm in Philly. I can be there. No, New York, then Philly, four hours. I'm sorry. And, you know, I'm excited. But I'm bored and I'm I'm lonely, man. Well, so, Joe, um, call some of your friends. I am. I am. Turn no, your, I'm uh, not going to call no help lines. They no, won't help, help me. You know what? A lot of people. You, have you know a, why they don't help me, Stu? Why? I'm not at that break of the uh, in my life where I have to. Uh, I'll I'll do Susie Q. Uh, CCR. Oh, Susie Q. You know she's a strong girl. Hey, I'm not at the break. I'm not going to do it, Stu. Was I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Okay I'm to, happy, all right? right to ask for help. All right, turn, I gotta, yeah, turn, I love you, man. Turn the radio Stu. up, and this is going to make you feel better, all right? Turn your radio hey, up. Hey, you know what? Jimmy Fairway, he's he's powerhouse. The other ones, I'm glad you got them off. I'm, I'm slowly sinking in on the other guy, and you said he's a, he's a really, really good okay. guy. He is. But I, I don't stay up. I don't stay up late night putting power in my shoes and putting the odom on my uh, uh, power in my my shoes and waiting to go to work. Joey, <laughs> Joey, you, man, when you're man. feeling like this, don't be afraid to reach out. You know, you know a lot of people, all right. You know I do, Stu. All right, I'm gonna and play this. And you know this. what, Stu? I know. Look, you are Stu Breyer. and okay. I'm in your corner. All right, take care. Talk to you later. Love you, man. W I C H I. Good afternoon. Silent night, holy night. Are you there? Hello, Sue. Yeah, hi, Larry. Hi. You're drifting on me. Joey? Joey's having a bad time. A lot of people have a bad time this year. A lot of people have a wonderful time. And, you know, it it affects people differently. You know how it is. Well, uh, if he's still listening, I'm inviting him to... You can uh, come to church with me on Saturday at St. Patrick's at 4 o'clock Christmas Mass. I'm all by myself, and uh, Mm -hmm. I hope he shows up and he can sit with me. Okay. um, So I hope he's listening, and I hope he uh, shows up. I'll wait for him in the uh, back of the church. I'm sure he uh, will feel comfort knowing that uh, you'd like to check in with him. Good. It's a good good place to be on uh, on on Christmas uh, sure. Christmas Eve. You know everybody. Uh, it's a very it's a beautiful mass. 
And, uh, you know, Father Tony says the Mass every Christmas. And, uh, uh, and I go by myself. And it's uh, it's very nice. So if he wants to come, I uh, hope he shows up and he can sit with me. All right. Father Tony is the best. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a great sermon. Yeah. Okay. All right, Larry. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I'd just like to wish you and all the callers a very <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, I hope they uh, everybody's safe. You know, there's a, some weird weather coming, but uh, yeah, I know. Certainly, it. we wish you the best. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. What are you cooking? I'm not cooking. I'm going to get. Oh no, you the get those. Already, yeah, it's yes, already done. Turkey dinner. That's a wonderful thing. It it is, and, and it, it's it's wonderful. Their their uh, food is great. And their dinners are beautiful. So that's what I'm going to get. Okay, and your son, when he comes downstairs, is going to love it. He's going to love it. I got him a ham dinner. What did you get, Sam? Anything? Uh, Sammy always gets something. Okay. He gets a little of uh, of our dinner. <laughs> that's I'm what sure he gets. That'll be his favorite, believe me. That's what he loves. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so Take care of yourself. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Uh, Hello, welcome to the program. I had a... I'm responding. Larry, I'll be there 4 o'clock. Rosenforth is my favorite priest, the God Almighty. And Merry Christmas to everybody, Sue. Hey, Patty, I got I to gotta shout out Patty. She's my favorite call that you call... The, the girls that call in, Stu. Joey, I'm going to play. Uh, I'm going to play Merry little. Christmas, man. I'm going to play little drummer yeah, boy yeah, for you soon. No, listen, Stu. Stu, Larry, I'll be there at four o'clock uh, on Saturday for uh, okay. Christmas mass. All right. Good. I love you, Stu. Take and care. I love you, Larry. Thank you for inviting me. All right, I'll be, Joey. I'll sit next to you on the right side in the Bible. I'll sit at the right side of my father. That's Larry Rice. Okay, say hi to Father Tony. See ya. Hello, welcome to the program. Um, hi, Stu. I'm still listening to Joey. Um, he better show at 4 o'clock if I could show up with donuts. Well, I hope he does. I can't well, guarantee I, I do, too. Um, he's okay. Um, the other thing I wanted to say... Um, but Yes? Okay, uh, hold on. I- I'm thinking of um, a white Christmas. Switching gears here. Mm-hmm. Shortages. All right, the shortages of everything. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed your height? I- because I do <clears throat> shortages. I'm-, I'm noticing shortages in my height. Well, they say as we get older, we get a little- we shrink a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. Just uh, chiming in on the uh, shortages. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so 12... No, wait wait a minute. Okay, St. Pat's. Larry's going to be there to meet Joey at 4? That's what I understand. St. Pat's. You can be there, too. Yeah, and I'll bring donuts and... Uh, I know, I know. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's take a little break. If you'd like to check in, 889 
Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. This is Chris Maynard, President and CEO of Science Federal Credit Union. On behalf of the entire Science team, we wish you and your family a safe and happy holiday season. And a special thank you to our Science members. May the new year bring you peace and joy. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Each holiday season, we ask you to join us in one of our most valued traditions, our season of giving. We seek to assure that our neighbors in need are provided life's most basic requirements, food, warm clothing, and shelter. Please join us in helping your neighbors and local charitable organizations this holiday season. On behalf of everyone at Dime, happy holidays, and thank you for choosing Community Banking. Dime Bank. Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, now open in Vernon. And for those of you who missed it, we're going to play the WIC. It's Christmas Carol throughout the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you want to catch our version of that featuring uh, Kevin Gordon and Bill Reese, Cynthia Generous, oh, Jim Noyce, a lot of names from the past. And we spent a lot of fun time and a lot of time putting it together, and we get a great response to it, so we play it every year. So maybe this will cheer up Joey, who wanted to hear Little Drummer Boy by Bob Seger. Yeah. 
my drumsticks upstairs, but um, once in a while I take them out. Pretend that I'm a drummer. Stu is with you. It's 28 minutes after one. Maybe you're heading for shopping or doing a little rapping at home. If there's a special uh, song you'd like to hear, you want to check in with us, we're here for you. Who are the Christmas villains? You mean like Ebenezer Scrooge? Or the Grinch? Or even old Mr. Potter in It's a Wonderful Life? Have you ever noticed that our Christmas classics so often tell the story of the villain becoming the hero? Like with the Grinch and Scrooge? Now why do you suppose that is a message for Christmas? Hi, I'm David Roseland, pastor-teacher at Preston City Bible Church in Preston, Connecticut, where we always study God's Word. We always spend time together in prayer. We always sing God's praises together. And every meeting is a celebration of our Savior's birth, for God the Son was born in the flesh of mankind to save us from our sins by dying on the cross and when he rose from the dead to give us eternal life. It turns out that the redemption of the Christmas villain is about all of us. We are sinners who need a savior and Jesus Christ, born of the virgin, took our sins on himself at the cross. You can find us, this message of redemption and more at 293 Route 164 in Preston or online at PrestonCityBible.org Have a very Merry Christmas from our family to yours. This week only, visit Boot Barn to save on quality holiday gifts for the whole family. We're offering holiday specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. Hi, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Mm-hmm. Anybody there? Nope. Okay. It's a Christmas hang-up. Is that a song? Christmas hang-up. All right, 860-889-5252 if you would be next, if you'd like to just uh, kind of hang out with me a little bit. There's a song, uh, there's a Christmas album with John Denver and the Muppets. That's got to be fun. Welcome to the program. Stu, what a lovely, caring audience you have on your show. They're just great. <laughs> yes, and you're and part Larry, of it, too. Larry and Maria are wonderful. They're going to get together with our Joey. Mm-hmm. And did Joey ever get together with Boston Benny? No, that never happened. But I hope this happens on uh, Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think Joey will be over there. Larry is so great. And Maria, too. They're just sweethearts. And we wish all of you a very blessed and happy, healthy Christmas and New Year. So you take good care of yourselves. Thanks, and uh, how's the Wonder Buddy doing? He's doing good. I'm visiting for a few days, so that'll be really nice. That's great. And, yeah. He he doesn't have any minutes on his phone left, so he can't call you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he has to buy the cards every so often, and uh, the minutes ran out, so... But anyway, we both wish you a happy, healthy year ahead, and all of the audience and callers, they're just wonderful. I love when I get a chance listening to them, so this is really great the next few days. And glad. you have a wonderful weekend. <clears throat> Thanks. I'm glad you're back in the mix. Thank you. Well, you take care, dear. Bye now. You too. Oh, yes, the minute's on the phone. i got to keep up with all this technology. You know, how many minutes are left? And uh, I don't use my cell phone very often. It's... um. 
only for when my car is, breaks down and things like that. So hopefully I won't use it very often. John Denver and the Muppets. Um, just a little uh, Christmas wish for you here. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. John, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. golden days of your faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more that's nice through the years we all will be together if the faiths allow hang a shining star upon the It's one of the Muppets. I'm trying to think of which one it is. Is that the grouchy one? John Denver and a Muppet. Have yourself a merry little Christmas from the uh, John Denver Muppet Christmas album, which was very popular, and it It came out in uh, 1979. For those of you keeping score, it was 1979 when they released that. John Denver and the Muppets. They're still around the Muppets, right? I haven't seen them in a long time, but I used to watch the Muppets uh, quite frequently, as a matter of fact. I had the big uh, opportunity to actually interview Big Bird. He was just so pleasant. He was even singing to us. Big Bird. I stopped smoking with Mark Patrick's hypnosis when nothing else worked. One year later, my wife Michelle and I attended the Mark Patrick Weight Loss Hypnosis Seminar. In two months, lost 43 pounds, and she lost 18 pounds. And And we we feel feel great. great. Join Mark Patrick's Hypnosis Seminar. Lose the weight or stop smoking for only $49.99 guaranteed. Seminar Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight Loss Seminar, 11 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 2 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. This is Stu. We have an exclusive interview with Santa Claus. Uh, Santa, thanks for the time. Well, Santa, getting ready for another Christmas, how is that jolly attitude this year? You load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in depth. Santa, that doesn't sound like you. What's the problem? Kids, I don't know what's wrong with these kids today. Well, Santa, what do you tell kids that ask for too much? I know our audience would love to know, how is Mrs. Claus? Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's a lady. 
So what kind of reaction do you get from Mrs. Claus when you leave on Christmas Eve and she knows you're going to be gone for the whole night? The big stuff. Who do you think you are? Mr. Big Stuff. And how are those elves, Santa? I know how fond you are of them. Little things mean a lot. Well, Santa, there's a rumor that's been going around that you may be disguised this year. What uh, would that disguise be? Santa, you are such a kidder. Just just a couple of other questions. How exactly, with someone with your frame, do you squeeze down that chimney? Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, pop. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, pop. And, of course, the question that uh, everybody asks every year, what uh, would you like to see by the fireplace as a snack when you visit all the homes of the boys and girls? Got some soda. Mud in your eye. And of course, after the Christmas season, Santa, where are you heading? Aruba, Jamaica, Bermuda, Bahama, Key Largo, Montego, off the Florida Keys. There's a place called Kokomo. Yes, Santa has a sense of humor. Of course he does. He's, he's ho-hoing all the time. You know, winter is uh, here officially, and some people just get uh, low in the wintertime. So we're going to have a guest probably in a week or two. Some people the rest of the year feel perfectly fine, and that is because they're, uh, this time of the year in the winter, they're suffering from seasonal affective disorder. It's called SAD. Seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons. SAD begins and ends at about the same time every year. So if you or someone you know is dealing with seasonal affective disorder, what do you do? Well, we're going to have a guest on that. We want everybody to feel good all year round. Dr. Alan Goodwin, a leading psychologist, author of the book, Saving Face Without Losing Your Mind. Dr. Goodwin says seasonal affective disorder is very common. He'll discuss it on our program in the next week or two, and I'll let you know exactly when he's going to be on because I think everybody gets a touch of that in the winter time especially right after the Christmas holidays this is Jackie Korsha from Norwich Coin and Jewelry I will be retiring and closing my store on December 30th I would like to take this opportunity to thank my customers you are the reason I have been in business for 40 years So from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. Please stop by and take advantage of my sale. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is located at 35 Franklin Street. The hours are Wednesday through Friday, 10 to 4. So stop by and say bye to Jackie. And if you are a collector, my goodness, what tremendous sales she's having. And it's not too late to get a Christmas gift there. Amazing. Check it out. Norwich Rare Coin and Jewelry, Franklin Street. I had one of our listeners, and I uh, forgot to get to it, requested this song last hour, so I'm going to play it now for you. John Lennon. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And you won't just be gone. So this is Christmas I hope you've 
John Lennon wrote that Christmas song, and welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Hi there. How are you? Miss, is this Miss M in Massachusetts? Yes, it is. Well, by golly, how nice it is to hear from you this Christmas season. What's new, yes. Pussycat? How's everybody in the listening area? Everybody's nice as pie as usual, and I'm sure they're glad to hear you. Oh, good, good. Yeah, the 19th was my birthday, 63 years old. Oh, you're still a young girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Thank you. What are you doing for Christmas? Uh, my, um, my, uh, young, my young, uh, my second niece mm-hmm. is going to be uh, having uh, the family over for brunch. Nice. And they're going to stay for a while, and then we're going to, uh, go to my other niece's house later in the, the day, and she's going to be making a nice dinner, and we're going to open gifts. Hmm, boy, that sounds really good. Yes, it's a lot of fun. We did it last year, and it was fantastic. So you're keeping warm in the house there? Oh, yeah, it's nice and comfortable. I, I got the heat on. I got electric blanket. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be expecting a very bad storm. Yeah, it's going to get uh, very cold. It'll get very cold, so be prepared for that. hmm? Oh, yes. And been watching a lot of Christmas shows. Mm. I got a... There's a new show that I enjoy on Friday nights. It's called Lopez versus Lopez. Never heard of that one. It's really good. George Lopez is on it. And he's a and it's a comedy. It's on NBC. It's on at 8 o'clock Friday night, and it is hysterical. And last week they had the Christmas show where they had the cast of his old show guest star on the program. 
and it was very funny. Oh, good. It's nice when you catch a good show. Yes, it's very good. And his daughter, who's on the uh, the new show, she's very pretty. She looks exactly like him. Well, you're, you're always finding the good shows, uh, Miss M. Oh, yes. And I've been watching a lot of Christmas specials. I've been watching a lot of Dolly Parton's Christmas specials. And I watched Beauty and the Beast, which was fantastic. And, oh, and, nice. Um, it was for a lot of good shows this year. It's too bad they didn't have, like, a Shrek, um, not Shrek, um, The Grinch That Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. That was my favorite. Oh, I'm surprised that's not on. That's, uh, huh, that's a popular one. I'm surprised it's not oh, on. Oh, yes. Maybe it will be. I don't know. Oh, oh, maybe. Leave it to Jim Carrey to look like The Grinch. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was like, funny too. He can look like anybody, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's a but nice surprise. I want I want to wish everybody a merry Christmas and a happy New Year, and I'm hoping that 2023 will be the best year for everybody. Oh, by the way, I yes. want to thank Maria for that beautiful birthday card she sent me. Oh, that nice. That was really nice of her. Very thoughtful. She remembered your birthday. Was it the 19th? Y- yes. Yeah. Excellent. We'll see. And I want to um, <clears throat> thank uh, the um, the people for for uh, have, having a wonderful year and and um, I want to thank people for the Christmas cards they sent me too. And well, we got a really nice audience, and you're part of it. So, Miss M, oh, yes. have a wonderful yes. holiday with your uh, friends and family. Yes, and I, I wish everybody a nice year ahead. And I'm just hoping it's a better year, even in politics. Oh in yes, this coming year. We're certainly hoping for sure. Yes. All right. Take care of yourself. I will. You you have a good day and happy holidays. Merry Christmas and a happy new year, everybody. Right. Same to you. Keep in touch. I will. See ya. Okay. Hi, welcome Bye. to the program. Oh, hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I just got done eating a piece of homemade apple cake with buttercream frosting. Oh, man. Oh, man. Spicy. Yum. Mm. Hey, mm. you know, here's one thing everybody else has to remember. Of course, I would remember it because I love the colonial era. But remember, George Washington crossed Delaware on Christmas Eve, you know, and won the battle at Trenton in New Jersey. And we watched The Crossing, starring Jeff Daniels, which just portrays how they, you know, got it all together, got the boats, and, and showed them getting over there and doing their battle. But it's Jeff Daniels in a crossing, if anybody ever wants to watch it. Because, you know, what happened, the Prussians, which were German, were cel- they celebrated Christmas, and they were plastered. And when he attacked in the morning, mm-hmm. they were still in bed, <clears throat> so he went in and surprised them. I, I guess so. It certainly was a help. They were plastered. Well, hey, you know, they, they, George Washington knew the Germans were going to celebrate Christmas, and that was that. Mm-hmm. And his calculations were right, and how he got 2,000 people with cannons and horses across the Delaware in boats to attack, <clears throat> that 
that was a monumental feat. And we are here today because of that. And, and with all the wokeness and want to change history and everything, you know, people need to remember it. And that was in December of 1776, right at the beginning. And then right after that, unfortunately, they had to go to Valley Forge. But, you know. Too bad you don't have any, uh, too bad you don't have any newspapers from that day, huh? Oh, man. You know, I bet you that, that well, there used to be a room where you could go to the bulletin. I'd love to know what happened to that room. All of the newspapers from the 1700s were in binders. Mm. And you could climb up a ladder and get the year you wanted, because I wanted to know when the house burned down across the road. And I went in there. They allowed me in. Did you find it? Yep. Uh, the house was already, it was a 1700s <clears throat> one, but it burned down February 14th, 1888. Everything went. And that was my little archaeology pit over there. I would dig in the ashes and the sun. Everything was still there. The, the, you know, the foundation and you name it. And I found all kinds of cool stuff from the 1700s, but... Then that lot got sold. Mm-hmm. The whole deal went. Now there's a house over there, so history's gone. Now. So, uh, doing anything special for Christmas, or just hanging low? Oh, just <clears throat> hanging around. We. It's not the same this year, and you know what? Everybody's missing somebody that passed well, in their family or a friend, year, yeah. and it, it's just not the right. It's not the same. It, I, I don't know. I probably. You know what? I bet everybody out there can say they're missing somebody this year. I bet everybody can, even a pet, even a pet. Well, yeah, we got to just do the best we can and move forward and uh, support others. Well, that's <clears> the thing. When you help other people out and you give, it really does make you feel better. It really, really it, does. It is and, a wonderful and I, thing. I find that fun. <clears throat> I find it fun to give. I gave a couple gifts yesterday, and I, I just... You just feel good. It's like, look at how the smile on your face, you know? And and they're like, oh, I didn't expect that. So, I, you Good know, for just, you, Susan. That's hey, a great thing. Yeah. Well, well, so tomorrow is Friday. Is it music? Keith C. Rice will be in tomorrow. He will? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, we'll have to keep him busy then. All right, Sue, thanks. <laughs> have a good right, one. We have a nice Christmas. Thank you, too. Yep. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi. Hello there. Hello there, yes. Yeah, this is the one and only big guy down in Westerly here. Hey, it's our buddy, the yeah. mayor, Mayor so Bob. I wish you and the staff and all the <laughs> listeners out there in Radio Land a Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. And just letting you know that I'm still tuned in. Good. You're going to be so with all I, your sisters for the holiday? Yeah. One of my sisters hosts a whole bunch of us to, mm-hmm. you know, eat and, and <clears throat> be merry all day long. So, That's the well, law. You have to be merry. It's hard to believe that when the holidays get here, you know, how fast they go by, you know? Oh, believe me. Uh, we know. The older we get, we know how quick it goes. Yeah, I mean, I don't really rush around like I used to. Mm-hmm. I just go get a gift card, and we do a, a family gift exchange because there's too many of us. 
Yeah, you know, you can only do so much, do what you can, that's all, right? Yeah, we we, we started as the old family, buy one gift and put it in the mm-hmm. middle of a table there and everybody picks out a gift because when you've got like about 40 people in the family, it's pretty hard to buy for 40 people. I know, I would hide under the table. Yeah, really. So, now, I remember, I remember <laughs> when I was a kid, we got every toy imaginable. Really, I like was kind of like that too, actually. And, and when you have uh, a family like my family, it was like wow. <laughs> well, the most important thing is you'll all be together, and that's the best. Yeah, I mean, there's a few people that can't travel this year. Sure, of course. But. But for the most part, most of us live right around the corner from each other. So, well, it's great to blessed ones too. Hopefully, we'll see you in the new year somewhere out there in Radio Land. Well, it's great to see you, uh, hear from you, and uh, be well and take care of yourself. Thanks, Stu. Bye, Mayor Bob. I think Mayor Bob's in Mystic now, uh, if I'm not mistaken. This is Tina Schmidt. The Eastern Connecticut Savings Family extends our very best wishes to you and yours for a safe, healthy, and joyful holiday season. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, and a safe and healthy New Year. Well, our lines are busy. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Have a good holiday with your family. Thank you. I hope you will. You sound better, like you're feeling better, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I have a... um, My husband is getting dementia, so it's kind of tough some days. Oh, Um, sorry to hear that. But the doctor told me yesterday that if he's working, he needs to do that because it keeps him busy. Good. Uh, Sitting around isn't good for anybody. But um, one of my sons, well, uh, one lives with me, but one of the boys are making all the Italian foods and cookies. Yeah, you know, and that's a big help. I used to do it, Stu, but these days it's a lot of work to stand on my feet all day cooking. Sure. So that'll be fun, and and, uh, my, my grandson's coming. He's home from college, and... So the only one that won't be, she works in Boston. She's a big, big nurse or whatever, and she's got to work on Christmas. So the people that have children can spend the day with the, you know, the family. So, mm. so that's good. You know, everything looks good. Um, very concerned about the cold weather coming in. A little nervous about that. Well, it'll be a couple of days, and then it'll get back to pretty much normal. You know. I hope so, because it's going to be very cold. <clears throat> and, you know, uh, uh, and it was nice to hear for, uh, from Mrs. M. She sounded pretty good and happy, and yep. I was happy to hear her voice. And Susan, I, my mom <clears throat> made that apple cake, because my mom was really? an old person. you know. But that apple cake is some good stew. Yikes. <clears throat> so, but I don't know what you're going to have for dinner, do you know? Well, I'm going to have uh, grilled cheese a la mode. Oh, I love that. No, I'm going to have... I love a be, nice... Jo- <laughs> it'll be usual ham and turkey. It's usual Oh, stuff. that's fun. That's, yeah. that's good, Stu. Mm-hmm. You you know, and I, I would like to say hello to Mallory. She's here, right? Yes. Uh, I think she's working today, but she is uh, in the area. Mm-hmm. Good, good, yeah. I remember that poster up on the board over there. Oh, yeah. With you with and the, Mallory when she the, was a little girl. The kids, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're all grown now, Stu. We got pictures but I've been of that. Listening. 
Oh, I've been ahead. listening to you a long time, and um, I wish everybody out there, Helen, and just everybody out there, and I, I uh, ask God in heaven that the people that have gone ahead of us are looking down and happy that we're enjoying our lives. So may All God right. bless you and your family, and Merry Christmas. Keep up the good work, and you have a wonderful time. Be safe. You too, dear. Bye-bye. Ah, nice. Uh, it's uh, WICH. Welcome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I want you to wish you and your family, and I guess the WSH family too, a happy Christmas. Oh, good. I hope everything, everybody's well yes. where you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, what I want, um, I don't think there's much chance of getting. I want them not to pass the omnibus up, still, <laughs> yep. and to put it over till next year when mm-hmm. the new representatives take over. But well, that would be a nice gift. Yes. It would be a very, very nice gift. I, I did even send an email to Mitchell Connell asking that he not approve it. But Okay. But one never knows. All right. Well, you have a wonderful anyway, time. Ha- yeah. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Should we, should we close out a little sing-along, a song that you know, huh? City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner, you Okay, this is the part we all know. Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city. Shoppers rush home. I'm not making a phone call to somebody you haven't talked to in a very long time and surprise them for Christmas. Bring some cookies over to uh, your neighbors. Hmm? All right. Everybody, please be kind to each other. Thanks for joining us. Keith C. Rice will be in tomorrow to entertain you. Personality Radio, WICH AM 